I listen to the Black Guy You Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Saturday ready to do feedback. This is an episode where we talk about all the things that you want to talk about. Basically, we've done five episodes this week. You tell us your commentary on the things that we did okay and it's extensive it, these episodes can be long there's a lot of people that want to get in and get hurt mm-hmm. and we take the time to hear y'all every week and we thank y'all for doing that the official weapon of the show is the folding chair and the unofficial sport <laughs> bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme 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 uh and of course you know people have done stuff all week um Left comments on the form, on the website, voted in the polls, uh, left us voicemails. We got like five voicemails a day, uh, five star reviews. Let's go uh, on Spotify. Of course, you can leave comments um, uh, and, and vote in the polls. Like there's so much stuff, but the people that you know, some of our favorite people, they just give us money. They go to our website. They look in the right hand column. If they got a phone, they turn it sideways. And they go, I want to just give you money. And you can give us one-time donations, recurring donations. We don't care. It's all mm-hmm. through PayPal. Yes, sir. And we give you a shout-out regardless. Like, it doesn't, we don't go, oh, you gave a lot of money. You mm-hmm. get a nice shout-out. Oh, you didn't get that much? Fuck you. We no. don't care. Everybody Bose, gets the same. Jingle, electronic. You get the same shout-out, and that's what we're about to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's right, new denominations, new salutations. Shout out to Pete B for the recurrent donation. Uh, Miss Barnes, Pretty Ricky, what they call him, Ricky A, thank you so much. Douglas R, Johanna M, Laura F, Chris from Hawaii, Jason F, Tabitha M, Corey Dutekla, April G, Alexis H, Wonga from Down Under, Good Day Mate, Tanya S, and lastly, Marlon B, yes, Marlon B, thank you for the money. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. That was a quick one. And we got five-star review. I don't remember if I read this last time, but I'm reading it again if I did. Let's go. Uh, I don't remember it reading it, though. Throwing five on it, five stars. Ow. From O'Neill McMullen, who says, I'm finally reviewing my long overdue rating renewal. I'm finally renewing my old, old long overdue rating renewal. Okay. Karen and Rod make such a great show. I can never get enough. After moving to a new city with no friends, I found this podcast to be the perfect litmus test for new friendships. Dre, who writes into the show often, is now one of my best friends. Oh, my God. The world is small. Look at us bringing people together. Right? 
I still remember him calling me after his first listen after sending him one of your episodes. The rest was history. I can only imagine how many people y'all truly bring together. As a fellow black capitalist, I wish y'all all the success. Yes, black capitalism. Oh, that's sweet. Let's go. Okay. We don't own the means to production. Let us get this bread. Um, all right. That is the five-star review and the people that gave us money. Now let's get into the, the, the bulk of the episode, the heavy part. It's time to talk about the feedback you left on our website, the feedback you left on the Spotify polls and stuff. I should probably bring up YouTube at this point. That should already bend up. That's on me. Um, but, you know, whether it's through Spotify for podcasters, whether it's through YouTube, whatever, we goes where the comments are, okay? Um, and so the first episode of this week was uh scroll down scroll down scroll down <laughs> our feedback episode too old for the club yes yeah we talked you know we've been naming these episodes a lot after just uh whatever the do it for the gram was which we did another do it for the gram this week uh 2787 too old for the club we got some comments the first three are from appia correct let's go i tried to make my son look cooler so he can be friends with the cool black kid but unfortunately we got one of the nerdy introverted ones quiet nice but not really the cool type he is unfortunately not cooperating on my goal to keep at least the only (laughs) black real friend in his life i have because of his personality in quotes or whatever disappointing (laughs) i know she's like child get it together these kids and these personalities right who, who, who knew they would come with these? Right? I thought it was a blank slate, didn't I you? I like to talk to uh, Apple Care. <laughs> yes. Can I talk to a Can I speak to a manager? Apia also says, it's getting even worse. I'm replacing black people now. And here is how. I applied for a new job in my company in July. It would be a promotion with more money. The process took forever. And after interviewing with four very important farmer people, I got the job. Yay. After I got it, I've seen a picture of the person who did the job before. It was a black woman. She retired earlier at the end of June because she got seriously sick and I didn't know her. The company is really big and she was, it seems, maybe one of seven black people who worked there, but at least she had one of the good jobs. Still, I'm sure some would call me part of the problem. Who are the people that will call you part of the problem? I I don't I don't think black people are like, oh my God, Mm-mm. you part of the problem. <laughs> no, a black it's a, woman it's a got, systemic issue. A black woman got sick and someone else got the job? What? That, that's completely different versus she was still there and they was like, we're going to put you, in, uh, uh, you know, we're just going to replace you. Now that's different. Yeah, I think you have to understand the full scope of the problem. Meaning that if you're part of the problem, it's a very tiny part compared to all the other shit black people got to deal with. Ain't that the truth? And that's if somebody would feel like that's Most part of the people problem. wouldn't even care. Most people would be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. She retired. And for a lot of people, they would say at least they replaced it with another woman, which is a big thing for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, who knows about right. all that stuff? I'm just saying I don't think people would personally look at you. That's no. all. Um, I'm sorry. All I want to do is have a great career in pharma. Is this so much to, to ask? <laughs> I just want to say. Happy's like, I just want to work. <laughs> if someone else from the team retired instead of the black lady, I would have loved it. Chances for me to befriend her and the team of eight will be pretty high with my natural charm and all. But, of course, no black friends for me ever. Mm, that sounds more like a that sounds like a declaration. Now, you should put like a question mark at the end of that. Uh, yeah, I wish, keep, keep, keep it open-ended. This is open-ended. 
I wish good health for everyone, by the way. I hope she is doing better and enjoys her retirement. And my new colleagues are staying healthy and love and peace for everyone. Appia wants everyone to live his best life. My heart is open and as pure as it can be growing up in this society. All right. Well, good luck with all that. Okay. Mm. That was your therapy session for the week. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Hustle No Flow says, at homecoming, if I don't go out early and hit happy hour and stay out, I'll fall asleep on the couch and miss all the Friday activities. Had that happen before the pandemic, and I've been in the wind by 6 p.m. every year. Wait, 6 p.m. every year since, excluding 2021. Wait, what what is 6 p.m.? At homecoming, if I don't go out and hear me, oh, maybe you mean in the bed by 6 p.m.? Okay. Yes. Uh, that's really the only time I go out to party, but I remember thinking 24 to 30 was too old to be in the club. Those folks need to be home married somewhere. Yeah, when you're young, everybody feels old. Yes, they do. Like, uh, young people have very realistic expectations because it's like. Unrealistic expectations. Yeah, unrealistic expectations because it's like what you just said was kind of wild. Like, ain't you supposed to be married somewhere? Well, Well, also, young people are kind of. I mean, and I say this as a former young person, you're just stupid. Like, you just don't. You just haven't thought it through for like one extra second. Because I remember when Twitter started, there would people be like, people would be like, I'm not going to be on this app when I'm 30 or whatever. And it's like, what 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 would have to change? Like, what would that mean? What do you what is 30-year-old you and who do you expect to be? Right. I'm not saying nobody did that, but it's just in general like that it doesn't work that way, the, you know? Mm-hmm. cuz people have these unrealistic expectations be it looking at family, friends, pressure they put on themselves where they have these magic numbers and magic goals. Life does not work by your um, time scale, mm-hmm. you know, and then this is why and a lot of people, younger people end up stressing themselves out as they get older. When I'm 30 and I'm not married and I ain't got no kids and I ain't got no house and I ain't got no car, it's like, calm the fuck down. Like, like it's okay. Your life will continue to move on and these goals are not something that you quote unquote can't ever reach because you quote unquote hit an age range and people act like you're gonna fucking fall off the cliff if you don't hit these personal life goals it's like that's ridiculous life can take you all types of places and the person that you are when you're younger you couldn't even fathom the things that you're doing as you get older because when i was younger if you'd have told me that i would have uh, been doing a podcast on the internet I'd be like A what's probably what's the internet and then B the, the, you know the fuck is a podcast so you just never know the thing for me is just what does it say about yourself what are you thinking about yourself really cause it means something like you cause it means that you think a certain age you you're you're gonna be something that you're probably not you're not you're not gonna be yourself and I think a lot of young people make that same we had that same idea of like I'm gonna be this age and then I'm gonna be not fun and sit in my house and I'm gonna have 2.3 kids and a picket fence and a dog and all that stuff. Uh, really dark night says, dear Karen and Robert, it's been a while since I've written in, but Apia has got me covered on that. She's now my favorite commenter. Anyways, when Rob was talking about not liking live music, especially when you weren't expecting it, I said to myself, this nigga spitting. Hate that shit. Karen chimed in about having to yell at people in the club, and this is why I've been listening to y'all for almost a decade. You are truly my tribe, or we're all just old. No, I've been like this since I was young. Yeah, Roger Roger has always been like that, but the the thing is, like I said, I I don't mind, but man, that time we went to that uh, uh, sushi slash club, we didn't know there was a sushi slash club spot, and literally me and Roger was like face to face, and we were going, hi! 
What? I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and for me, it's not even just that. I don't like when I just go to like a steak place or something, and then the, here come the fucking acoustic guitars and shit. Yes. It's, just, it's fucking. I, I don't. I like didn't pay it. for it. I didn't pay for a concert. I don't want that. I, I want to come in and and chill. You know. Uh, I guess I have to write in in another year and a half piece. Thanks, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. EVE says, wisdom is knowing when you're too old to be in the club. A good sign is when you wake up the next morning, everything hurts, and you don't recover from a hangover as well as you used to. Um, yeah, that's true. Let's see what the comments were on YouTube, if we had any. Oops. Uh, let's see. One, uh, they left a minute mark at the 49 minute 50 second mark. It said, I think it's been about two months ago, but Rod did an episode where he impersonated Cornell West due to something concerning unpaid debts, child support, and how if he became president, he would wipe them out. Rod went, Brother Bank, how about we clear these debts or something? <laughs> it was funny as fuck. I don't even remember, but that's hilarious. That's hilarious. We do so much talking, honestly, I forget. Right. Y'all, y'all feel when I had the time, we forget, yes. And I don't re-listen to episodes, so anytime y'all tell me I said or did something funny, it's always a treat. That's why, I actually, I love on uh, Twitter when people use our hashtag and they mm-hmm. point out a moment in the show that they loved. It, it, may, it honestly warms my heart every time because it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I did say that. That was <laughs> funny. People did like that, you know? Um, so thank you for taking the time out to to just remind remind us of that. You yes, because as a, as a creative, I'm kind of put myself in this category. As a creative, you put things out there, things pop in your head, ideas and thoughts, and you know, some of this stuff, you know, and particularly for me, is off the dome and things like that. So yes, it you know, it is uh, a a, a joyful for me to hear you know you thought what i said was funny or whatever it is because like i said a lot of a lot of this stuff is you know me just throwing things out there just to see what works yeah and when i listen to other people's podcasts i normally try to let them know what you know if they said something funny or good like i hit them up sometimes mm-hmm. if they're my friends i'll text them or something like you know because i understand like you we out here just hoping that people find it funny and uh yeah i'm glad you did um the poll was, have you ever overslept and missed going out to the club? Yes or no? Yes, 52%. No, 48%. Um, I'm not really a club person. So, you know, technically I feel like I probably could say no to that. But <laughs> right. um, that's just because I, I don't be going. But uh, let's see. For, on Spotify, 67% yes, 33% no. So a lot of people... Had that moment where they overslept, woke up, and was like, fuck, we're supposed to go clubbing. Yeah, and then then was like, you know what? If I ain't out there now, I ain't going. Because, you know, when you're younger, if you oversleep, you know what you do? You get your ass up and going out there and just be late. Well, it depends on how much you overslept. The club starts, like, this is why I say overslept. Because you didn't really club a lot either. The Mm -mm. club, A lot of the club shit don't really pop off till after midnight. So if you oversleep right. it, that you probably wake up at <laughs> five, six in the morning. It's over. <laughs> you wake up the next day. Okay, I with you. Over oversleeping means the sun is shining and the birds yeah, is not, chirping. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard. To, it's hard to oversleep the club and still be late. Like it's not That's like true. Oh, I woke. I was trying to leave at eleven and I overslept and I'm leave at one. It's like okay. by the time you do all that shit, you done missed the club. I'm, okay, I'm with you now. I, my, I'm thinking overslept like an old person. No, you mean oversleep like it's tomorrow. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when 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 the before the club nap turns into the Mr. Club sleep, 
<laughs> with three greater than emojis q a that's the q a and y'all replied got the club going up on a tuesday in my dreams <laughs> uh keenan says two friends and i listen to everything drake related in 2024 podcast it didn't take off every drake song is either great or terrible no in between he really should be judged verse by verse <laughs> uh wallace says i was never an in the club brother mm-hmm uh, and Miss Barnes says disco naps are mandatory, and if I miss the party, sorry to that party. <laughs> Come on, sorry to that party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go to the next episode, which is episode twenty-seven eighty-eight, Hamilton Hawks. Uh, this is so fun. Um, we had five comments. Apia says Jada and Will are messy, in my opinion. What? Uh, I don't think she is the evil one or something, but they both claim to want privacy while feeding the public with private info about them. It just got quiet for a bit, and they seemed bored, and they lied. A pretty big lie for attention. I also don't believe anything that they, what they are saying. Please don't make celebrities your relationship goals even. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. I think the interesting part to me is like people still discuss each thing they bring up as if it must be true and i'm like these people just told us they lied to us for seven years i don't know how you just hop back on this shit like well and then that was well that was then now that they're telling the real truth like that then five years from now they're gonna be telling us that this ain't the real truth yes it's a it's a hell of a drug and it's a drug that people are addicted to and people just don't want to admit they're addicted to it to what drug to, to just celebrity and mm. you know just being well i'm not talking about being addicted like to the celebrity of it right because people are going to talk about these people mm-hmm. it's the we have to like treating this as if you believe it is a choice okay yes, yes you don't have that's to make choice. that choice yes. i've made the choice of being like i don't know what they're selling at the moment is 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 the truth and i don't know that what they'll be selling in the future is the truth they they kind of seem to do whatever they want to, and I don't know that we should be breaking down relationship dynamics based on their relationship because it doesn't seem like it seems like their relationship is what they needed to be to sell whatever they need to sell that day. All right. Uh, Hustle No Flow says, "Look like the oyster content went mainstream," and sent a link um, to Twitter, and I saw I've seen this uh, this video. I'll share it with everybody who can watch it here. But it's uh for the uh gender wars um segment. Oh shit, gender wars. Uh but <laughs> it's an update. Oh shit. One woman, three lemons. And it's some other TikTok, Annie's right, this white lady went to the oyster restaurant to I guess verify if the original video was the truth from the woman who said she went on a date and got got you know the guy ditched on a date child Karen was right i told you this bar is going to make bank off of that video mm-hmm. i was like i was like when it first came out i was like if i was in atlanta i wouldn't do a video but i would just go just to see what the drinks and oysters taste like and i was like oh yeah they have probably seen a huge uptick in business because of this yeah and, and you're, you're not wrong you, you you absolutely were right Right, because my thing is, regardless if you're a person like me who just 
they have upkeep because I just want to see the experience or people like this TikToker. Either way it goes, you're going to have an increase because even with this TikToker that's making a TikTok off of the previous TikToker, this person is going to introduce this bar to a whole group of other people who probably don't know what the fuck this is or anything like that because everybody has a different set of audience a lot of times so sometimes audiences don't cross yeah i've seen an article and maybe i will do it tomorrow or, or just mentioning it now might might be enough but i saw an article where there was like a line out the door like people were lining up to go in there anyway here's a video one woman three lemon drops 48 oysters did it happen was it an ad we're here to find out here I am trying a lemon. A bunch of quick cuts of them going to their seat and then getting the drinks and and what the different. Drop drink. We're gonna see if it's worth drinking three. It is good. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. That's really good. Eight, but we'll see. We'll see how many we get. I have to do a slurping one. First dozen down. There we go. There we go. Somebody in my comments said I had to try the muscles, so we are. Okay, we got a second lemon drop. Can I just say, already, let me tell you why I like this video. And not because I think what they're doing is kind of corny. But what I like about the feel of the video it's her and this other person doing this fun thing together one of the things about the like date video with the original oyster thing it felt like a whack thing to do even if it was real mm-hmm. like just like imagine you go on a date with somebody and the whole time they're doing they're documenting it via whatever via tiktok or whatever for content that feels weird to me because you're, we're not in on it together, and it's the first day we're supposed to get to know each other. It seems extremely rude, if anything. And for you know her to say she wasn't feeling the dude anyway, blah blah blah. It, it's just like, well, you could have done this whole video without me, and and now you ran up a two hundred dollar tab, not talking to me, trying to make content the whole time, not not vibing with me. You didn't like me in the first place, and. The dude dips on the on the on the thing and and people are fighting about whether that's okay or not and this just feels like that that video is just kind of a a weirdly narcissistic perspective as opposed to this where even though they being nosy and whatever they 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 kind of keeping it fun to be like oh yeah let's go out there and see if this is real yes and also the thing is if you like me shout out to uh uh Miss Smart who like a good lemon drop. <laughs> like the, like any anything lemon drop lemon drop shot lemon drop martini uh first time i had a lemon drop was in dc uh because miss smart bought us a shot and i anything lemon drop i get and so you're like okay if i'm a lemon drop fan and if you are a, a oyster fan too because they had oyster i think they were like clams or something like that like so if you were muscles muscles yeah so if you like muscles you're like oh shit i didn't even know they had muscles it's like you literally are introducing new shit to, on the menu to people and the alcohol was changed. Very good. I asked our waiter about the woman that came here at 848 Wishers. He says that she's here every Tuesday and she was, in fact, on a date. So, confirmed. And he did confirm that it was not an ad. And they haven't posted anything on their social media or anything. And I don't know why. But there you go. The lemon drop. I never thought it was an ad, but I did not think the date was real. Um, and may, and uh, look, I'll take her word for it that it was real or whatever. Um, although at this point, you know who fucking knows but um 
it is if if it's real is in a way it's worse because it's it's more rude and fucked up to me than like i like the idea of it being fake content that you're like i'm gonna get these niggas arguing and see if i can go viral that to me that's that's cooler than actually being the kind of asshole that does that on a date yeah and also i could see this being a good thing for the staff and a bad thing for the staff a good mm-hmm. thing for staff because you know you're busy you're making money for the restaurant but a bad thing for the staff because it's one of the things i'm just trying to show your food and every other table is asking you about this yeah possibly is so much better now that i fixed the alcohol that was on me for getting well vodka done finished And then we can't finish. We can't finish. I just can't eat that many oysters. Like I would give that a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. It was good. I- they stayed there till the night. To the to they stayed there till it got dark. They yeah, shut the place down. They was trying to eat forty eight of them. They was like, we can't. We we might have to eat and sit around and talk and eat some more. Cause they was like, this is a. Lot. But look, they had a corny ass good time, and I respect I, I, it. I'm, I, I'm I here really for corny do. ass good times. I, first time I saw the video, I said they doing too much. But now that I look at it again, I'm like, you know what? That ain't bad. That's mm-hmm. y'all y'all made an afternoon of some bullshit. Um, thanks for that hustle no flow. Pink superhero says, how is a video influencer filming themselves to talk about? their life sad i like to hear and see content about people's lives is one reason i like podcasts don't be throwing stones in that glass house wink um here's the thing pink superhero uh i thought about this comment a few ways and i have a lot to say the first one is i wasn't saying filming yourself to talk about your life is sad so mm-hmm. you trying to reduce it to that is i don't know maybe purposely trying to be a little like you know nudge nudge at me but um I the the specific thing we we're talking about was someone sitting by themselves at a table, eating like ordering their birthday thing or whatever, chilling, but then putting in a video, turning up just specifically for that part. Like, hey, it's my birthday! I'm having a great time. Everything's cool, and then turning off and going back to stoic, sitting by yourself. And it's strange and people can't people people act like that's something wrong with you when you go that is abnormal i you don't get to tell me how to feel about it it does feel sad to me you know because to me there's something about like the the thing is you consume the content that we create but what you have to understand about this content is i have to decide what is content and what's not for you it's a product and turning your birthday into like a product is a choice i i did we did a blackout tips live on my birthday Mm -hmm. i had a genuinely good time i like it was it was dope people were there it was it was fun you know it felt great but if like i was sitting in a restaurant by myself and then like chilling but then like faking excitement or joy or turning on my joy for 45 seconds to upload to some strangers on the internet it would feel away especially if it's not like i'm celebrating with my friends and the people i know in real life that love me is it's not the same for me you know um but also you know that's my projecting of how i would feel which is what we do on this show which i'm allowed to do um i don't i don't find it to be the same i feel like the type of content we create here is kind of the opposite of that you know like this is how we really feel this is this is what really happened (laughs) like it's it's you know it's not like a 
you know, uh, to me, kind of a forced fake thing, you know? So I, I think that's the difference for it. And I don't feel like I'm throwing stones in that glass house. And if someone said our content made them feel sad, that's their right. Yes, it that's is. That's the only, the thing you have to understand about being in a position that we're in, the people that create the content and put it out, we don't control how y'all receive it. Mm-mm. So there's people that listen to this show and get mad. There's people that get sad. There's people that, that love it. There's people yeah, that have joy. Angry. Yeah. We like you to have joy, but we can't decide that for you. And I'm still a human being that consumes, sees stuff, sees content, sees how the sausage is made. And there's something about it that is sad. There's something about this to me. There's something as as the understood, you know, understood to me every time I make a comment, right? There's something about the idea of faking for the internet that I hate. And it makes me sad that people give into it. You know? Um and there's something in seeing that moment and i know people relate to what i'm saying because you've all seen it mm-hmm. what happens though and, and and you're expressing it and it's the thing that i'm so wary of from listeners and fans alike the consumption of our lives as content is part of the reason people do shit like that Yes. And when you, what I see is a person totally giving in to the algorithm, totally giving in to their life, being fake for you, putting on a show for you, dancing when nobody's making them dance. You know, this, like, that's what I see. And I don't like that because I think about my own life and I'll never want to be in a situation where I'm dancing for y'all, where I'm, where I'm giving you something, where I'm pandering or I'm giving y'all something that's not real pretending it's real like i'm depressed on this flight but i'm gonna take a, a real quick video of me on this flight like hey turn up baby but really i'm sad like or whatever just really i was chilling but i got i'm gonna turn up real quick to do this i don't like that stuff i'm not saying it's impossible or nobody should do it ever or whatever but specifically with it being this person sitting alone on their birthday in a fucking restaurant and then doing that it, there's something about it to me that is like damn you know, you dancing for him. It's it's the girl dancing over the pancakes and then sitting the tripod, turn you know, turn the tripod down and being like, "All right, I did that." You know, like like I can throw these pancakes away. I don't eat this shit. Look at me. I'm I'm, I'm 110 pounds. I don't. Uh, I don't we, we all know I can't uh, do no carbs. You know, my Instagram followers will leave me. It's that thing. It's the thing I notice about content because I make it. It's the right. It's the every time you turn on TikTok and someone's saying something deep, they happen to have their cleavage out of their shirt off, and you like how much of this is like really just visually you trying to be like, I'm attractive saying anything, please give me attention. Give me fame. Um, so when I talk about that stuff, when I talk about the trappings of fame, when I talk about the attention economy, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Now, maybe it hasn't reached you that those things are connected to me. Right. And hopefully this commentary will show you that it's connected, you know, and maybe you're just kind of be trying to be cute with the you throwing stones from a glass house, but I don't feel like I'm throwing stones from a glass house. Um, I don't feel that it's uh complete that it that 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 what we do is the same as somebody it's doing not. that shit at the, at the, at the at, by themselves at uh, at the at the uh, at the restaurant. It's not, and also it's one of the things too for for most people they are consumers. Most people don't produce things and when you do not produce things you you don't have a producer's mind and i'm not trying to be funny you just mm-hmm. don't so 
You don't think of how stuff is crafted, how stuff is cut, how stuff is edited, how you kind of pick and choose what the person consumes. And from the consumer perspective, all you want to do is consume. You don't really care about the person. You don't really care about the process. You don't really a lot of times care about the person's mental health, mental state. You don't care if they're sad, mad, depressed. That's what it is, Karen. It makes me think about how that person's not really a person to you. Right. And you you acted like you're advising me or warning me or telling me something. And I'm like, you don't understand the difference. I'm not like that. Mm-mm. So I don't know how to tell you this, but... I'm not like that. If I was having a chill birthday thing, if I was going to post anything about it, it would match the vibe of what we doing. We chilling. Right. Like, like I'm just, I'm, and, and I know some people are like that, but I feel like those people have given in to the craviness of the fucking algorithm. You've given in to the machine that makes us be content for each other that makes us consume each other all the time and that is not real friendship love or support it's not real and you give into the allure of that parasocial bullshit and then you end up with your mental health all fucked up you end up with you know people uh quote unquote supporting you into some bullshit i i i think you know my personal preference is 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 just different than what that person did and that like i said i'm not knocking their ability to do it no but i don't have to i'm never gonna get on here and lie to you and act like it's all good or like i like it i don't like it i do it does make me sad it makes me think about my own shit like man i never want to be like that so you know take it how you will but you're listening to our podcast and i'm giving you my feelings yeah and also it's one of those things too to where when you view it and you kind of look at it from the you know from the different perspectives and particularly like like I said when for me and Rod's from the producer side there's certain platforms depending on what you do you have to consistently put stuff out and for some people they put out so much stuff that they literally pour everything that they are their whole humanity on the internet and then they and then when the when when people turn around which people do to consume, they I don't give a fuck. They start forming these opinions because when people put stuff out in public, uh, the public has a right to respond however they feel like it. So when people start responding negatively, positively, however these many ways, and you're a human being and you put something out there that you might not have been prepared for the quote-unquote backlash about it, and then you snap, you get sad, you get depressed, same platform, you're putting your feelings on this platform, and then a lot of times these same people turn around for content because everything's content to them. They laugh, they joke, they, you know, and all this shit, and it becomes a, a big well, it's just uh, abusive cycle sometimes. People be surprised to find out people like super depressed and shit because they are giving them it's it's like cardi telling you she's never gonna put out a song about her struggles you know because that she's giving in to like y'all know she know y'all motherfuckers don't fuck with her like that Mm -mm. and that's not real but to me like your birthday party or your whatever your thing is, it kind of feels like a thing between you and, and the people that know you for real, you know? But that's just me. Like I said, not right. everyone got to have my set of ideals. There may be people, there's, and there's tons of ways that it might not be sad for that person, you know? Right. What What if, uh, yeah, I can just think, I, I can think of ways where in their mind, it's totally fine and dope. We're just talking about how it made me, feel i'm allowed to have that and i don't think it's uh hypocritical or or 
counterintuitive to the kind of content I make. It's the difference between the content that I make and the content a lot of other people make, you know? And, you know, I've worked and done shit with people that make, like, that kind of content where they can be, like, frustrated, but they need to put out five IG lives a day, so... That, you know because that's what the algorithm tell them they got to do yeah so they gotta come on there and make some jokes or whatever i've i've seen that in real life it's just not for me and that's okay um back to let's see eve says the will and jada story goes to show that people either have short-term memories or that they only pay attention to what they want when will's book came out a few years ago he mentions in his book that they've been separated for years and that he's been unfaithful but yet jada is being villainized for basically providing a more accurate timeline sounds like this is the kind of marriage they chose and want to be in so i wonder if people would care as much if will had not slapped chris rock uh the yeah i don't honestly if will hadn't slapped chris rock i wonder if it'd be worse because part of the reason that some people have even joined in on protecting quote-unquote protecting in quotes jada and picked her side and defend her against everything online is solely because of that slap yes because if that had not happened a lot of those people i saw them they hated Jada Pinkett Smith. They hated the Red Table Talk. Yes, they did. They, they thought she was kind of problematic, talking about shit she had no business talking about. Mm-hmm. They weren't hating her because of, like, look what she's doing to Will, but they were hating her all the, all the less, nonetheless. And then that slap gave them something to glom onto, and it became about protecting black women and alopecia and, and all this other stuff. So I really think it'd be worse if you didn't even have a slap. Because then you wouldn't have nobody on Jada's side. They'd just be like, look what she did to this black man. <laughs> She's always embarrassing him by doing shit. She fucked August Alcina, da-da-da. And because and people would have never hold Will accountable in that way of, 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 of holding him accountable. Right. And, you know, it's one of those things where uh, the only reason why I'm not trying to funny, I even found out about the Red Table Talk, you know, when it first came out, is because niggas consistently talked about that shit on Facebook. I didn't know what the fuck a Red Table Talk was. I didn't know they was doing the show. I didn't know this shit existed. But because niggas complained so much, I was like, what the fuck is a Red Table Talk? Oh, she got a show. And it kind of went on from there. Right. Um, the 48 Oyster Girl wasn't that wild to me because it feels like she did that to get him off her back. That is, if it was real. Uh, I can't imagine anyone, but that doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, EVE, but if you want to get him off your back, you just block the person because he was he was DMing her about taking her on a date. So you, how does it make sense to let's go on a date, run up a two hundred dollar tab, record the whole thing, and then post it online to get you off my back? That that seems way extra than just being like uh block mute I, d- don't respond right because it sounded <laughs> like she really didn't want to go in the first yeah, place and so yeah. you know somebody like me would be like fuck it i i've been not to eat by myself like i will go out to eat food by myself and buy my own 200 dollar meal and go and take my happy ass full happy ass home yeah i just don't i don't buy that that's what happened i can't imagine anyone actually being that obnoxious on a real day that they didn't have an agenda either way her tip was trash yeah i mean I think you hit the nail on the head in that she was being that obnoxious. If it's real, she just was being obnoxious and she had an agenda of making that content. Yep. Um, you know, so, uh, and, and like I said, it, it, if you think about it as a human being on the other side of that camera, not being her, it would make 
anyone want to leave if you were her friend it might make you want to leave like what the fuck are you doing yeah we, i want to have a conversation with you yeah. you got your fucking phone out the whole time why am i here yeah once you throw it into like a date situation that's pretty egregious anyway aj says i found these shorts on the channel uh i subscribed to on youtube about jada pinkett smith dishing all the tea on her marriage among other things i found them funny because the captions on the video about the people who are minding their own business and don't really care my thoughts on jada telling everyone her business we do not need to know intimate details about your marriage and some things are better left unsaid here are the links to the videos well here's the thing aj austin not to teach you a lesson but i'm about to teach you a little lesson you're doing it Yes, you are. And and I think a lot of people don't realize they're trapped in a matrix because a lot of people say they don't care. I, like, put it like this. I've realized my definition of don't care and y'all definitions of don't care are not the same. My definition of don't care means I don't consume it. I don't look for it. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I just completely cut myself off from it. Y'all form of I don't care is I don't care. Look at this. I don't care. Look at this. I don't care. Look at this. Well, when you go look at this, you are showing there's some form of caring behind it, but you don't realize it. It's not a definition, Karen. They're lying. True. It's not. They didn't define it the same as you. They're just, they lying. They do like mess. I feel like one of the only honest people in the world because I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm consuming their mess. I like their mess. This little preamble of I don't want to hear this. Maybe keep it to yourself. Hey, y'all, here's some links to some more content about them. Come on, nigga. You in on it. You like the shit. That's why you sent us this shit because you want us to play it on the show and you want us to have a laugh and show our audience and we all laugh together and we make jokes off of it too. Well, now you don't get to have that because you're a hypocrite. If you would have <laughs> just, just been honest, real. if you would have just been honest, I would have happily played this shit and we would have got some more content. But you being fake. So, <laughs> no, you don't get it. Uh, let's see any comments on our YouTube for the Hamilton Hawks episode. Um, uh, another great episode. I love the idea of cozy game and VR. I both love and hate the gender wars discourse. It makes for good content, but it's so tiring. Carlton says, thanks Carlton. Mm -hmm. It is a bit tiring for a lot of people, but I think as people not in the dating game, maybe for, uh, for me, it's just more like, Oh, this is interesting, ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, sometimes I forget y'all got to deal with this shit. (laughs) So for you, it might not, it might be like, fuck, it's really people out here like this. This might be your nightmare of, (laughs) Yes. Matching with some motherfucker on Bumble, and they next thing you know, they pulling out their phone talking about I was never really feeling you. Right. Anyway, get pay for this two hundred dollars that was supposed to be just drinks, uh, and I'm about to upload this shit to, to Twitter, like uh, to TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, says, uh, or it might be Sayida says, uh, the jokes were funny. Thank you for including the commentary on the Middle East. Hugh says, also refreshing seeing how well Joe Biden understands his assignment. Can't imagine how the current crop of Republicans will handle something that complicated. Somehow they make picking a leader look like picking what not to eat at Arby's. <laughs> um, yeah, the thing for um, Joe Biden and stuff is it's an untenable situation. He's the president of the United States. There's no win in this for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him navigate this better than people said he would at every step. Um but he's never he's never going to completely go as far as they need him to go or some people online want him to go and even when he goes beyond what they said they're they're never like okay well he did what i said good job on that one they're they're always moving the goalposts um and then i just think one of the 
to me, this has always felt like a short-sighted thing to say, but there's people that are so, like, into this that they're like, this is why we should not vote. Don't. How can you vote for this at all? And I don't think they understand fundamentally what America is. Right. Because... He not voting for this doesn't stop anything. Mm-mm. It just means the person in charge would be Donald Trump or someone who would be worse at this than at the things you claim to want. They would do worse than what Joe Biden's doing. That's just the rules. That's just the way it is. Now you can object to that and want not choose to not live in this reality, but it won't save anyone. It'll make shit worse. And I believe fundamentally part of the reason i vote is because america is a fucking behemoth it is a destructive force and we have a responsibility to try to make it as least destructive as possible and opting out of voting opting out of your complicity in it makes you even more complicit because now you're the person that has some power to 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 try to get somebody that would say at least something something that would sound reasonable and you chose nah fuck it let the unreasonable person have it and i think that's that's ridiculous you know but i also understand people emotionally are on 10 and twitter is like the worst place for that because it it will spiral you to the worst possible conclusion and the worst things to say to each other and i don't want to participate in that part yeah and then the the thing that kills me is a lot of these people that are fucking loudest if you're not going to participate and you're not going to be in the process shut the fuck up you're loud you wrong and you're consistently letting everybody know and then when somebody looks at you and says you opted out of the goddamn process. You had you don't have a motherfucking opinion. You act like there's something wrong with them for looking at you. Well, it's Twitter. No know. one's saying that to anybody. Right. It's, it's Twitter. Stupid. They're, they're, that's their process. That's where they're participating is on Twitter normally. Right. And like I said, I, I'm not, I understand and relate to the frustration, but mm-hmm. it's also more to the presidency than the Middle Eastern conflict. It's more yes. to the presidency than any one topic. And, is and the president is still not a fucking king. Nope. They they can't do it all themselves. They can they can say all kinds of shit and it still ain't gonna work. And this shit is more complicated than social media will allow you to talk about. I've seen people try to talk about it and get and they they get shouted down from the other side. It's crazy, and 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 that and I don't know what to tell you. It's not. It does not seem so simple to so many people and a lot of the platitudes on twitter are also seen as just pandering and not helping anybody so you know they kind of bully people into shutting the fuck up and then be like why is no one doing anything about this you know right anyway um some of the stuff biden has said and proposed i think you know are things that people said he wouldn't do and i i find that interesting that that's not really being commented on but whatever um let's talk about the poll would you buy some anthony hamilton soul food which is how we got the name of the show hamilton hawks my grits came y'all i hadn't cooked them yet but my grits came and we had um uh first of all she got the quick grits which um is that the only option quick grits on this site Mm -mm. so they had slow grits and you took Mm -hmm. quick Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. all right 
We'll see. I mean, we can do the slow grits. Too late now. You already bought them. Why, why, I don't want to just start hoarding grits in our house, Karen. <laughs> How about we finish the quick grits, and then if we do that and they're good, we can do the slow grits. Oh, we can do that. But uh, I, was, I was like, bitch, I ain't got all day. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to good soul food, you know, we all say, quicker the better. <laughs> Love when you go to a soul food restaurant get served right away. You know it's going to be banging up in there, right? <laughs> um, you live me alone because of my laziness but the thing i was gonna say is uh, i think great uncle bob did like a uh hamilton hawks mock-up like a like <laughs> he put anthony hamilton's <laughs> name on some ham hocks and that shit was hilarious yes um, i would buy them bitches yeah like that kind of stuff i love i love our fans for stuff like that mm-hmm. that's always so hilarious uh i'll try to make it to show art because i'm pretty sure i saved that picture somewhere <laughs> um, but, but man he, he cracks me up with the photoshops after we come up with some 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 bullshit wow, on the deal. show something that don't make no sense <laughs> yeah i wonder if i can show it to y'all okay you i think i might can. be able to show it to y'all from my computer mm-hmm. just give me a second to see how this works but uh Okay, so share screen. Uh, hmm. Maybe this one. Okay, yeah. Can y'all see this? The Hamilton Hawks? It's uh, <laughs> Anthony yes. Hamilton. <laughs> Anthony yes. Hamilton smoke for Hamilton Hawks. <laughs> Come on through. <laughs> Child, them shit's going to be banging. Right. I want to see a whole line of food, you know. Yes. I know he got it on his website, but I want he should name them all out the stuff he like. You pick a fine time to leave me collard greens, you know. Come on. I need that. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> The poll, 80% of y'all would buy soul food from Anthony Hamilton. Uh 20% would not. A little shocked by that. Twenty, maybe y'all don't eat soul food. Maybe that's what it is. Possibly seventy-one percent on Spotify, twenty-eight percent not. So man, they they said <laughs> like those other Negroes. Never. I don't eat soul food. Uh, all right, the Q and A. Give me one dozen. Give me one dozen oysters. I'ma open my legs. <laughs> that, was, that was the Q and A. That's hilarious. Give me two dozen oysters. I'ma give you some head. Um. No way, says Tamara. Uh, Raphael says, I was about to say no, but with all this been happening, why have higher standards? Chicken dines, NFT scams, animal revolution. <laughs> Man, eat your oysters and fried Niger snails uh, and open legs wide. Amen. Michelle says, I'm not allergic to shellfish, but 48 oysters is probably a recipe for mercury poison. I do agree that it was staged. Rod, you are like CSI for eating at restaurants. I'm not going to lie. I still feel like it's staged, but... The, the, the waiter said it was real and off camera possibly i don't know man who knows who knows i don't be trusting none of this stuff and also like part of the reason i don't want to believe because i want to give the people the benefit of the doubt it's worse if it is real <laughs> say it's worse if you it a worse person if you if it's real you're like what is happening here if you really made yourself look stupid and then about the cheesecake factory uploaded it hit send put it on the internet and then you come back two days later with an update like, guys, it was real. Man, that's worse. <laughs> I wish you and the homie were joking and being like, oh, let's we're gonna get him with this one. Uh, oh my star says Wallace. Creasy says, throw in some Arby's and you got a deal. 
Get out of here. Ignacio says, Rod Morrow, Rod Morrow, CSI Atlanta. And K-Ton says, the thought of eating 48 oysters and potatoes and crab cakes. She really said, baby, I'm going to eat. Laugh my ass <laughs> out. Yeah. That being said, I she she seemed like a uh, like she had a, a fun personality. Mm-hmm. She just seemed like she's over the top. Like, when I seen the picture of her, I said, this makes sense. Yes, it does. She seemed over the top and fun, you know? But also, kind of like a jerk for putting that video out. Uh, episode 2789, BLMBLT. Uh, let's get into it. Got eight comments. Bamil says, soup plantation slogans. Soup plantation, where, where all our soups are finger lynching good. Oh, no! Nobody knows the trouble you've seen, but everybody knows Soup Plantation has the best soups at these prices. (laughs) Just call us the Whipping Post because Soup Plantation will whip your taste buds into shape. Oh, no. Uh, Some of those better than others. Just saying. Miss Tollfree says they used to have soup plantation in California, and one day my coworkers convinced me to go because it was cheap and delicious. I like to point out the majority of my coworkers were white. Went in there, and it was packed. I'm like, okay, good sign. Maybe it's good. Y'all, that unseasoned-ass food was so bad. I only went the one time, never trusting my coworkers again. She also writes in to say Cheesecake Factory is delicious, and not only was the acting bad on that video but she was tripping like karen said at least it was a soup plantation (laughs) ramsey d jenga says soup plantation jokes and slogans earn this episode five stars i love us abia says i have heard the name soup plantation before and found it weird but there are many things in the u.s i don't understand why people still use checks i never use a check in my life why some people don't want health insurance and the gun stuff for example so what do i know People don't really use checks that often here anymore. Um, What do black people think when it comes to gender wars? Could be me, couldn't be me. Uh, This is what I think. I remember the time I was dating and going out and how I was feeling guilty for even accepting a drink from a guy because I didn't want him to think I owed him something. I'm not saying it was right or wrong. Wait a minute. Yes, I do. In that moment, I missed out because I was a poor university student and couldn't afford great restaurants or expensive drinks, for example. But in the long run, it was worth it because I'm financially independent, can afford pretty much whatever I want. I don't want very much, so that's extra good and realistic. I have restaurant and vacation money, not diamonds and private jet money. All right, well, good for you, sis. Ain't nothing wrong with restaurant and vacation money. Sean says, as a teacher, I would never intentionally show students porn. There was one situation where students were researching the abuse of animals and medical research that led to some disconcerting image results, uh, but the statute of limitations has passed on that. Well, I wouldn't tell anybody even if it had. <laughs> Weird flex, Sean, but okay. <laughs> Evie says, I'm waffling back and forth about whether the Cheesecake Factory video is real. One, yes, Cheesecake Factory may be a chain restaurant, but they got me brown bread and a menu thick as the book. The color purple, not to mention, oh, the book, the color purple, not to mention a section of 100 cheesecakes, a uh, selection of 100 cheesecakes. She asked like he took her to McDonald's. I've never seen anyone have such a visceral reaction to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, that kind of feels a little like what me and Chris Lambert talk about sometimes, where it's like something happened on black Twitter where these motherfuckers frown so hard on chain restaurants and that is so incongruent to my black ass life yeah most people 
end up going to some form of I'm, a chain And I'm not saying like everyone thinks chain restaurants are the shit. Right. But I'm saying it's never been like such an unacceptable place to go. Like, like, like if, if we were like, hey man, what you trying to get? Like, even if you're like in another town or something, sometimes it's like, cool, uh, Applebee's will do because I don't know. I know what's in Applebee's. Right. I know what's in the Ruby Tuesday. I don't know what I'm going to get if I go you know? to some of these other places, particularly if you are someone where you don't feel safe. Yeah, so it's just like a certain, like, like would I think uh, uh, there are other spots that are better? Of course there's other spots that are better. And I don't mean fancy, just hole-in-the-wall, eccentric, eclectic spots in every city that, you know, everybody has a dive bar, everybody has a whatever the fuck, a hole-in-the-wall place or something, or a restaurant off the beaten path or something. But, you know, going to, like, P.F. Chains ain't, ain't like, uh, ugh, nigga, what? Mm-mm. Like, that that happened I, on Twitter, I, and then it just got out like, of control. Shit, I love piece of me some P.F. Chains. Uh, well, I'm unsure, where I'm unsure is the follow-up vids on TikTok where they're being interviewed to tell the size of the story. It seems kind of real, but it could be a situation where lady's trying to build on social media following. She posted that in hopes that women will be on her side to get on this gender wars trend. Well, she clearly talks to the ladies in the video. Yeah, so to the camera. Whether she, if, like I said, I'm doing you the favor hoping it's fake. If it's real, you just look worse and you still went and uploaded it which I'll never be able to relate to. You took an L and were like, this will be good to put on the, on the gram or whatever. As she comes off as delusional enough to think she didn't do anything wrong, I'm on the fence. The soup plantation jokes are so funny. I nearly peed myself like Whoopi. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed the soup plantation segment. Uh, C Baby says, I like the banner segment because it reminds me of one of my favorite segments, Random Thoughts. The soup plantation jokes were hilarious. I think the Gender Wars video was insidious and aimed at the guys who like those memes where girls don't pick them, but then comes back around many years and many babies later looking for his attention. It seems as a possible takeaway for that audience was to strengthen the idea of who they believe women to be and the idea that it doesn't matter how nicely you treat them. That's a that's another reason I don't want to believe it's true is because like if if you uploaded that that's just that kind of content it's very it's giving manosphere it's giving you know the the uh, black this woman will never be happy no matter how nice you are to them the best thing you can do is take their ass back home and find you a good woman that won't be making all that you know like and you're the one who uploaded it Yes, you are. It's like a man uploading a video of him talking. Well, men do this all the time. But <laughs> women normally smarter than men. They are. Men do shit where you be like, ugh, you talk to people like that? Why did you put that on the internet, you fucking idiot? This feels like the woman version of that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> comments on YouTube. Let's see what we got here. Um, my mom says, Chef Kiss Soup Plantation Banter. Thank you, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed the Soup Plantation banner myself. And, you know, I always enjoy we could be silly together. <laughs> the poll was, do you think the cheesecake, vac- cheesecake video is real? Yes or no? 97% of y'all say no. It's not real. Okay, Karen doesn't think it's real either. Let's check the uh, the polls on Be- Spotify. Because the biggest thing, I've never seen the video that was real. Maybe, y'all, maybe mm. it's just me. You know, as a producer for my brain. We've seen enough videos online. You've never seen anybody look up at the camera while it's recording and be like, ladies, while you kind of in the middle of actually doing something and arguing. No, you're focused on the task at hand. 
I don't want it to be real. I'm not going to lie. But people have been sending, someone sent me an update of like her posting another video being like, you know, it was real. And I'm just like, but why? You know what I mean? But why though? <laughs> you like is someone off camera with a gun making you do these videos why would you tell the world this and the update wasn't very good it was like two minutes of her really just rambling which led to people being like is something wrong with her <laughs> like which which would explain the original video mm-hmm. um but yeah it's um i don't know i i don't i, I don't think it's uh, a good look for her but yeah, I'll I'll show y'all the video. Um, give me a second, pull up the link. Uh, we can look at it together as a family. I never thought about the fact that these gender wars will have updates when we made. I thought updates. We'd weigh in one time. We make then jokes. Everybody move on. Everybody <laughs> move on. I didn't know these motherfuckers would <laughs> kick a hornet's nest and then be back. I'm back, y'all. But it makes sense, right? Because of course you're doing it for their attention, so you got to come back and tell everybody an update. Here, here she is with the update. Hey guys, this is Alicia. It's been a while, but there have been quite a bit of things on my mind. Um, I believe that many of you have seen the, uh, well now viral video about me choosing to reject the Cheesecake Factory because I wanted more from my date. I want to, well. Why is she talking so slow? Mm-mm. Is this part of, I don't know, but is this part of like tricking the algorithm too or something? It's like, get to it. Oh, let me say this. It's interesting to me that just how a moment in time, right, can shape how so many view you. A moment in time, which was really six minutes in time, which you recorded yourself and then uploaded to the internet to be viewed by strangers. Yeah, and also that... Who don't know you. So, yeah, that's what it do. And yeah, and also it's one of the things too we talked about before. This is why the video was six minutes. You don't have an editor like like right. like like you actually are new to to the whole process because people that are professional they get straight to the point. They're like, look, we're gonna do this in two minutes or less. We know that y'all ain't got no 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 three minutes to sit here and stay out the screen. It's like she like, no, I'm giving you the whole thing. Oh my god. It's still playing. She just ain't talking. so, I want to talk about, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Bear with me, guys. I wrote down some notes so I can remember everything I want to say. Read the notes. Get Um, to it. I watched the comments, the shares that you guys, um, the opinions that you guys had. And I have reflected on all of them, processed all of them that I was able to read. 
Um, this video has already been going for two minutes. Many of you have been vocal about how entitled I was, how I misused this man. And I want you to understand that my mission has always been for to empower women. Um, okay, stop right there. Two things. One, how could she have misused him? He took her back home. He didn't even buy her anything. So everybody calm down. But two, that says a lot. Her brand is women empowerment. And a lot of times when people use their personal shit as their brand, it, it's easy to go completely out out to lunch because you're conflating shit, macro and micro shit. Him taking you to Cheesecake Factory or not isn't empowering. Mm -hmm. You pulling that weird ultimatum on him after making him wait an hour and being late is weird. So, yeah, if if it's true what she's claiming it is, it like that explains a lot that she thinks that she's some type of brand amb ambassador of women's empowerment but really it's I don't want to go to Cheesecake Factory those two things are unrelated to me for women to feel respected, cared for um, not be misused mis you know. that took too long we didn't get any information that was the end of the video guys I'm sorry what? what no fuck? questions were answered. What the fuck? What that that explains? But it does explain that the first video could be real. Because if she thinks this is good to upload, maybe, maybe, you know. So, I want to talk to him with his video. I don't. I honestly want them both to stop now because unless they're gonna start being interesting, <laughs> right? Because I I like mess, but I needed to be. I need some mess. I need some content. Y'all y'all out here <laughs> bullshitting right now. You need your mess to be edited. I don't care what y'all right. say about Will and Jada. They got editors and writers, and that shit is straight to the point. Will, listen, Jada was giving us more in forty five seconds to to stir the pot. Yes, for a whole day or two off of forty five seconds. Y'all right, get to the point. Y'all taking six minutes to give us give us paltry mm -mm. paltry shit like this. Mm mm. No, okay, what y'all say? At least, at least she chopped, she trimmed the fat. Right. You should have came in there. First of all, you know what you should have did. You should have came in there and started immediately yelling at the camera, and be like, first of all, motherfuckers, y'all not gonna make me eat cheesecake factory. I said I don't want cheesecake factory. Yeah, I said it's nothing what I can said. do. Okay. Yep. If you if you really want to keep it, the ball I'm lactose loading. intolerant, bitch. You know, like you could have mm -hmm. you had a, a a way to get some more content, right? And be like, yeah, he took me home, but you know what I did? I went to where I wanted to go anyway because I'm a fine bitch, right? Yes. Yeah, you should have took a video of you eating 48 oysters after that. Like, look at me. I could pay for my own oysters and shit. I don't need him. I don't need no man. Right. Now you got some content. Right. Now, does it make any sense? Not no, really. Ain't Not really. Make sense. Don't got to make sense to be good content. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. She kind of lost me on that one. Um, but yeah, that was, that was weird. All right. Uh, the so I don't that honestly I still don't know if it's real. Show don't. That did not make no me feel questions were answered. That's when you finished. I was like, nothing was answered. That did not make me feel like the first video was real because she provided proof of evidence. It made me feel like the first video might be real because it was stupid to upload it. And then this came off as not a smart thing. Like the way she delivered this felt drawn out and slow. So anyway, uh, do you think the Cheesecake video is real? 90% on Spotify. No, 10%. Yes. But who knows? They say it's real. Um, the Q and A, uh, we got a lot of responses to this one. 
soup plantation slavery you can taste <laughs> people people responded lord help us all today soup plantation starts serving oysters oh now see oh my god i heard this restaurant don't exist anymore but that's the content oh my god you you could be sitting on a gender wars gold mine if if you find a soup plantation right now mm-hmm. interracial date gotta be interracial yes gotta be interracial the don't. white person i don't care who's man or woman you know i don't mm. care the white person's taking the black person to soup plantation on a date yes and the black person is refusing to go in and you don't start with it's soup plantation you start the video with I'm not going. Uh, look at me. Why would I go in a restaurant like this? This man's taking me to a chain restaurant. So then everybody's like, oh, this bitch thinks she too good for a chain restaurant. Who the fuck? <laughs> I would. Couldn't be me. Blah, blah, blah. And then you pan at the end to it's soup plantation. And that's why the black person won't go in the restaurant. And now you got the race part of it being like, oh, this is why I don't date interracial. Couldn't be me. No white person take me to soup plantation. What's wrong? See, this with your DJ allies. You looking for you get when you got a content mind? That, yes. Yes. That's a million dollar idea. Somebody get on it. Mm-hmm. Roger says, why wade in the water when you can wade in this buffet line? <laughs> Bring them cotton-picking hands down to soup plantation and choose your favorite salad pickings. Uh, Jane says, for the low price of $14.88, you can get these magnificent chicken hoodless <laughs> soups. Chicken hoodle soups. That's hilarious. With these salty crack with three Ks crackers. Tell them Terrence K. Williams sent you. <laughs> By the way, DJ Jaffa's Gender Wars music is flame. Five flame emojis. Thank you. Tamara says, you all could call me Tammy B. Oh, wait. All right. Well, sorry, Tammy. Uh, Tammy B. (laughs) Sorry. I was reading first. Uh, Y'all had me in tears for 10 uh, minutes with that uh, soup plantation. I heard about it in passing, but I wasn't 100% sure it was real or not. Yo, I literally never heard that shit to that YouTube video. Mm -mm. What? Uh, there used to be a few locate this Aaron. There used to be a few locations here in California, but I never thought of how problematic it was till you called it out. I've only been through once. Uh, everyone misses them since they closed down. Mm, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, imagine, imagine that food was so good. And you're a black person and you miss soup plantation, but you can't tell nobody. Mm-mm. You sure can't. You can't tell the internet. You can't t- be the one black person like, mm, mm, they had some biscuits up in soup plantation. That, like, that cornbread was flames. I don't care what the fuck the fuck the internet says. I don't even want to be the black person that suggests we go to soup plantation for lunch. I don't even want to be, oh, you know, we need to go. Soup plantation. <laughs> That's a secret I keep to myself. Right. Now you gotta y'all gotta work for your meal. Y'all gotta go in the kitchen and work. And it's like we do have the money to pay. It's like that's not how it works here. That's not how this works. Soup plantation, you gotta go in the back and work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweep some floors and we'll we'll take the meal off. <laughs> Our soup is so good you could taste the struggle. Oh says no. Miss Barnes. Raphael says, I just want to offer myself to any sister trying to make a gender war video. I don't accept soup nor NFT as payment. Show me the money and I'll unleash Eduardo or Ikanga or Dr. Haruna <laughs> from West uh, Africa. <laughs> Whatever you need, pay me for my services. Raphael, man, a low key though, Africa is big on the gender wars. Like, I'll be seeing the African content from, they be contributing and 
you might be be able to make a lot of get a lot of attention mm-hmm. if you become the black man in the gender war content because as soon as they hear your accent it's gonna trigger a whole new audience oh, yes it will that wouldn't even been paying attention like oh and this Come why on. we only do fba over here yeah. we don't date people in the diaspora i only date black americans because look how the africans yes, treat you yes you go uh, yes child uh uh you're gonna hit the trifecta uh the the people that uh uh like the fuss about africans uh the people who like to fuss about gender wars and then uh particularly uh uh, uh if it's somebody that's white the people that like to fuss about race child hit the trifecta go get it yeah well i think the african thing only works if you don't have a white person in it uh, if once you add a white person, people okay, are like, okay, dynamic. But if you can get a black man with an African accent talking greasy to a black woman that's American, oh, yeah, they're gonna feel the way. Uh, the content's gonna go super viral. Now, you won't be able to go to your car, no, you for won't for a while. Like, you're gonna have to wear a hoodie, you might, you might not be safe at work, but but it's, <laughs> it'll be some good content, yeah, it will be. CJ Jones says, Soup so good, just slap your mammy, <laughs> not your mammy. <laughs> Creasy says that soup was finger whipping. I mean, finger licking good. <laughs> Langston says, I bet soup plantation is owned by Arby's. It probably got bought by Arby's and shut down. You know what? It pre- shit, Arby's bought everybody. You know it. Somebody with a weird username says, come see our new mascot, Auntie Bellum. <laughs> Not Auntie Bellum. <laughs> Store closes right before sundown. <laughs> Auntie Bellum. That's so good. Oh, man. Oh, AC, oh Mr. Span says, Man, the first thing I thought about when y'all started talking about Sioux Plantation Restaurant was that damn shucking and jiving place. They damn jingle they had, bruh. It was flames. I love and that. We still jingle. got some of that barbecue sauce. Uh, I fuck with shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving. It, I remember black people got so mad flames. about shucking and jiving, and they played that commercial, and then we played it on the show. I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Love that shit is flames and that barbecue sauce is absolutely delicious i'm never embarrassed by black people owning their own shit and leaning into blackness I, honestly a lot of y'all need to get that anti-black out of you because y'all be bothered by that shit it should not bother you when black people do it for black people it shouldn't Mm-mm. like the fact that we always assume it's for white people says a lot about white supremacy yes it does <laughs> like it's like this nigga is dancing clearly he wants white people to love him it's like or he like dancing yes or you know i like black people and i'm doing it for us right now shucking and jiving does have a funny ass like name and i get the racial connotations but you know the little research is not that bad Mm -hmm. anyway sauce is hitting that barbecue sauce is delicious i don't know what to tell you i don't know what nope don't have no idea what to tell you uh shamefully mucho mama says i was a regular at soup plantation it was a beach city in los angeles i was so sad when it closed they had the soups hashtag stockholm (laughs) (laughs) not had the soups they got the soups (laughs) they got the soups i like that (laughs) i'm sorry but the man not gonna have me cooning for soups it's gonna take a little bit more than soups okay this is i don't know how good uh, multiple soups would have to be at a soup buffet but <laughs> but we never we never had one i get I, I guess if, if 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 we had one all them soups was flames i would probably be a little sad too i don't know i've had soup at a soup buffet before they used to have one off of uh tavola and uh south boulevard like soup and sandwich place but 
I don't know, dog. I don't think I, I think it's gonna take more than soups. I need the meats in that case. <laughs> <laughs> this is one time where you actually want the meats. I need the meats. I need. I, need you know the what? Meats, the meats you know in what? The soup. <laughs> if they had a fucking Brazil steakhouse named Steak Plantation, your boy might be on the ropes. <laughs> I might oh, be mean, mean, like, is that Rod and Carrie going to the steak plantation? Again? I might <laughs> have they a, just there last week. I might have a fucking frequent 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 customer call. <laughs> we walking, hey, Rod and Carrie, we got your favorite table here. They know us, they know me at soup plantation. <laughs> they okay, know me. I mean at steak plantation. <laughs> have our drinks ready and everything. Right. <laughs> you walk in, they be like, yes, um. You know, because they can't say hey. Um <laughs> These comments are hysterical. I love us, says Tiffany. Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, State plantation would. State plantation would be a bop. And then they have this uh, different cuts of steaks. Shit, I would be in that bitch. I do not want y'all to see me test it like that. Mm-mm. Okay? Don't test my thug. I fuck around fail everybody. <laughs> yeah, they will. He up in there taking a big bite and dancing like Big Groove. <laughs> yes! What's wrong with them niggas? <laughs> They were like, Rod and Karen done changed. This nigga did it to some filet mignon and stepped yeah. on the table and started dancing like Soldier Boy. Uh, that, that nigga bit into a ribeye and lost his mind. Like, oh, man, Rod, you really let me down. I've been supporting the black autists for years. This is what the fuck y'all on? See, I turned around. That nigga had a T-bone in his mouth. Right. <laughs> they, walk, they walk up his soup plantation. That's gonna be me over there eat, eat, eating a yeast roll and and, and bopping. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but nah, you know, it's, it's um, eat what you want to eat, love who you want to love. Don't. <laughs> I'm not judging. I don't want. I, I would hate for that content to make anybody feel sad. Is what I'm saying. If they see me shucking and jiving for some steak plantation. That child. All right, I let's sure will be. Let's go to uh let's go. Let me play some music before we go to the next episode so I know I put commercials. episode 2790 everything is reality tv with ray sonny our fave mm-hmm. uh we got five comments Brooklyn shoe bay says i really liked your conversation with ray especially about battling your critical voice my therapist and i discussed the same thing you could be doing well receiving all the praise but one negative comment is the one that makes you doubt yourself my therapist's advice is similar to ray she tells me to redefine negative comments to something positive for example i'm not a weirdo but a person with unique interests anywho great episode you all work hard and i appreciate the blackout test thank you brooklyn shoe babe thank you shinobi master says ah uh, a, a bus- bossy ray rod and karen podcast would be in games levels of dope yeah you know what i'll see if i can hook that up you know they're also very busy people but i tell them all the time no joke anytime anytime come through it was open it's no problem you know but i feel like 
some of my friends feel like they need like an accomplishment or something to promote to come on the show. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't know. I like talking to you. I feel like we can make it happen anytime. And yes. also the more people come on, the more we can talk about like pop culture, normal shit that we normally do on a regular episode where the people that only come through when it's time to promote something is less likely that will, we'll, it'll mostly be an interview of what have you been up to? Right. Cause just that's to what catch the, up. Yeah. That's what the audience is going to want to know as opposed to just like, Hey, let's play guest the race, you know? Yes. Uh, Ramsey D. Jenkins says five stars the three of you together soothe my soul I'm planning to go back and watch Justify because just like Ray Sonny Timothy Oliphant can get it wait till you see the new nigga <laughs> EVE says I love this episode of banter it was like being in a room with good friends laughing and having a good time it's always entertaining when Ray comes on the show glad she survived a writer strike me too mm-hmm. hustle no flow says i appreciate the correction on the revisionist history of jada she was a baddie back in the day and all the homies love jada i think there's a lot of revisionist history on chris rock too that clip with louis ck and the black versus niggas joke seemed to be have firmly stamped him as a never ever being for pete for the people but the black versus joke didn't make people cringe back then and i don't think he would do that in 2023 yeah i found right. that interesting because number one people especially black people loved that bit yes they did when it dropped because everybody recorded it quoted it to each other everyone was quoting it Mm -hmm. everyone i remember the next day seeing people at like school or work or whatever and we all were saying it like we were all like laughing at that and the truth of that bit was not really supposed to be about appeasing white people Mm -hmm. it was supposed to be about anti-blackness affecting black people as well yes and unfortunately um you know it didn't like over time as people got more whatever hip to shit uh it's like a new narrative formed about chris rock always being a piece of shit and i think that's not true that doesn't mean he's perfect that doesn't mean that people can't dislike him for whatever reasons but you know it's just this thing that happens i'm watching it happen with justin timberlake Mm-hmm. where everybody's blaming him for janet jackson and the truth is it's not his fault mm-hmm. if we're being real not that he played zero role but les moonves is the person that blackballed janet jackson from 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 working and not that she couldn't work at all but he he blackballed her from a lot of stuff that she deserved deserved and had earned um and that's never talked about because we're so obsessed with pop culture and and hating justin timberlake because i think subconsciously a lot of or maybe consciously, a lot of black people like Justin Timberlake and was giving him a pass when they probably shouldn't have. Like as a black person, like he making black music. He sold that white boy is black, and he went white man on him. Like he was like, actually no, I, uh, I'm I'm still a white dude, and and I think there's a lot of aggression and anger about that, and that's why we're getting what we're getting. But anyway, um. <clears throat> The same thing is happening with with Chris Rock, I think, where people are trying to turn everything he's ever said into something sinister. And I don't think that's true. Mm -mm. Uh, They forget that he was big in the hip hop. Yeah. Top five was an amazing movie. We loved it. You know, the hair movie, when it came out, people loved it. They were like a black man that cares about black women in our hair. I remember it. It was very My mom's a beautician. I remember Mm -hmm. people talking about it. It was like it. It's just a reframing of, this is what I'm afraid of with Twitter and social media. This is what I'm afraid of. They can create their own reality. And niggas live in that bubble and be like, that's the new truth. That's No one's ever liked this guy. He's always been terrible. You know, it's like, that's not true. Not true at all. 
Uh, they forgot that he was being into hip-hop, not just interludes, sat in on recording sessions with several groups, hence a movie devoted to never-ending debate about people's top five. In general, it just seems like you all have said people are so dug in their positions on the slab that they have retconned the last 30 years to make their original opinion still hold true. He's not without his flaws, but dang, folks act like he doesn't have any black friends or hates black people. It would be have been interesting to hear Ray Sonny's take on that, but it sounds like she's working with him now, so maybe that's tougher to talk candidly about. Yeah, I think, yeah. Also, I'm not going to fuck up her check on our show. No. <laughs> That's why we tell some people when they be like, I won't be on show. We look at them like, you you could, you try to beat somebody, beat it. Yeah. And Ray, like, the thing about Ray, she's the type of person that would keep it real. Mm-hmm. And I don't, keeping it real in whatever form it looks. And I don't even want that possibility of like her fucking up her check. That's my dog for real. And I'll right. feel terrible if I was involved in any level of like, Oh man, she fucked up her bag because she said this thing about Chris Rock and that's her boss. Or then why are you working on the show? You know, people say some foul shit to folks. So, yeah, um, and when she posted, what's funny is whenever she posts like the writers' room for that new show and all the black women in it, crickets. Where's the where's the he hate black people then? Oh, now ain't got shit. Okay, cool. It's because it's not congruent. It don't link up with the evidence. They need him to be a terrible person all the time. Um, yep. All right. Let's check uh, the YouTube clips, uh, YouTube comments. We got several. Yay. Mike says, Bay Sonny is so smart, dope, and hilarious. I love this podcast episode. I felt like a fly on the wall in the writer's room. Thank you. Um, and I call her Bay Sonny too. Yeah, absolutely. AJ says, Oh, man, no way. That's crazy. I don't even know what this means. Mm-mm. To what? It's not like a minute mark. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> uh feel just good comment to something we said feel good says how i have missed bay sonny uh key bob says one of my favorite guests chanel Sh- shannon shannon says such a good show love ray sonny my mom says what a cool conversation between friends y'all are so funny i would like to see her more on the show i agree mm-hmm. uh let's see uh mike left a comment again about how she's hope hilarious and bridget says it's always a pleasure to see ray sonny on the show it's like sitting on a conversation with really good friends thank you uh-huh. that's the vibe we were going for and yes you know, it is. i do consider us good friends and like i said we, we we talk more through text and stuff now than we used to and i shout out to bossy ickby from doing that because she we had dinner in new york all three of us and bossy was like because me and bossy we text all the time and she was like ray you would be good to join in the text you need to get in on the text and <laughs> get in the group and she and the ray's all like i'm you know she's always down talking like i'm a terrible text i never did it and uh ray, B- bossy made it happen so shout out to her mm-hmm. those are my dogs i love them uh the last episode <laughs> of the week is 2791 the people versus eugene porter Eve says that warden was evil until the end for no damn reason. You know he was a powerless middle manager, a low on the ladder <laughs> office worker who got a little power in the Z pod. Oh shit! Wait, 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 did I fuck up? The oh, the polls in the Q and A for the last episode with Ray. Hold on, guys, did I do that? Mm-mm. I didn't. Oh, the poll was people at least using facial recognition, yay or nay? Ninety-two percent nay, eight point two percent yay. Um. And I do understand the yays as well as the nays. I'm not even going to try to give y'all some hard line stance. I can understand being like, 
I don't have a problem with the technology. I have a problem with the people using it. Even in the article we read, the problem was the officer. He didn't know follow-up. He was like, fuck it, he did it. Right. It was like, well, he couldn't have. He's not even in the right state. Mm, well, guess we'll arrest him and see. Uh, and, and it was the same for the poll on the website, same percentages. Now, the Q&A for that episode is, Margot Robbie and Jamie Presley are the same white woman. Prove me wrong. <laughs> getting all the jobs Bokai says now you mention it Daryl says those two are each other's doppelganger Olamni says like Amy Adams Isla Fisher and the other red haired white woman from the help white people will look alike mm-hmm. TJBB some some says all blonde hair white women look alike <laughs> uh, Jay Adamo says is a fellow Jada Oh, Jada. Jada Mo. I've been reading your name as Jay Adamo. Okay, Jada. Okay, got you. As a fellow Jada, I really enjoyed this conversation a lot. When people ask me how to spell it, I say like Jada Pinkett. Too many uncool people have given me a blank stare. Mm-mm-mm. Dasman says, nah, they look a little different because see, she, Margot, she ain't uh, Jamie, uh, fuck. Yeah, they look the same. And says, they are the same. <laughs> Jen says, Karen voice. Who? <laughs> uh, JB says, you ain't lying. Aaron says, add Samara weaving into that group. Someone sent me a picture of, I think it was Great Uncle Bob. He sent me a picture of six white women. They all was Margot Rogan to me. Uh, child, all them women looking like. Oh, you saw the picture? I think I did. Okay, yeah. yeah it was like six of them. And like, it was like maybe one, de- if it was a degree of separation, it was like maybe the hair color changed. If one of them women shot me and they said, pick her out of a lineup. I'm, oh, oh, I'm in I'm trouble. Toast. I'm toast. <laughs> me too. She going free. I'm just going to tell y'all right now. <laughs> the real shooter is going to be If free. Margot Robbie ever do a crime, she need to bring all them white women in the courtroom <laughs> with her. And when the wait ask me, Rod, can you point out the person that shot you? I'm be like, fuck, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. It's one of them six, but I don't know which one. <laughs> don't know which one. Uh, uh, Alicia says I didn't know I had an all white actresses look alike syndrome until I saw Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard. They they do look alike. They favor hard. They favor. Okay. They they got some kin. And Joyce says Walton Goggins plays a good racist. He right up there with Alan Tudyk in Forty Two. Agree. You want to go racist? I would I would have loved to find a place for him in the uh, Boscars, but sketch. But he didn't do no sports movies. But he definitely can give you racism. <laughs> All right, now to the next episode, which is twenty seven ninety one, the People versus Eugene Porter. Ev says the warden was evil until the end for no damn reason. You know he was a powerless middle manager, manager, manager or lower on the ladder, office worker who got a little power in his epoch. He deserved that painful death. Eugene is one of those characters who's had a lot of growth. I'd say if it weren't for Killer Gabe, I'd say he's someone who has the most growth on the show. But he's a close second. I'm proud of him for finally growing the spine. Look at you, Eve. Mm-hmm. Out here admitting that you can, you people can change. I agree. Yeah, if yeah. only Henry had lived long enough. <laughs> ah, to, to see the change in Eugene. To see the change ah. in you, Evie. Because she hate Henry. She wouldn't forgive him and she... <clears throat> tried to act like he was terrible, but he just died. So anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Karen. What are you say? <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, uh, Eugene as a as a as a character arc, I do agree because these came a long way, a really long way. But yeah, I think Gabe has him trumped because that nigga locked himself in the church and let his let his uh 
uh, congregation die. Right. Uh, the poll. Uh, fuck. I fucked it up on the website, but it was. Oh, no. <laughs> it was supposed to say. Uh, has Negan been redeemed? Yes, not yet, or it's impossible. 31% of people, yes. 37%, not yet. 32%, it's impossible to redeem Negan, which is interesting. Um, and lastly, the Q&A, Free Eugene. Yes, Free Eugene. Magnificent Breeze says, they ain't got death row, they got death's dough. I'm here hollering. I have never <laughs> seen a full season of Walking Dead, but listen, y'all, I feel like I haven't missed a thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was, uh, I, I didn't. I don't even think Karen heard that joke. She was talking about something else at the time but mm-hmm. i was i thought i was so clever <laughs> i was like oh my god I, that was so good that I'm, almost I'm, was the title i'm bad i'm i'm sorry i wouldn't pay attention no we both <laughs> we both no we're doing a lot right now <laughs> we're reading the chat reading the stuff we miss shit i miss shit all the time so don't worry about it but i the thing i've learned over the years though is not i don't even repeat the thing sometimes because i'm like uh the audience heard it you know, yeah, they somebody out there got it. They definitely heard it. Uh, L says he's the only one keeping mullets alive in the Z pop. <laughs> it's true. We ain't got not a lot of mullets. Mm-mm. And lastly, Miss Barnes says, Free my vanilla king. Oh, wait, vanilla king. White power fist emoji. Because that's what that means. Black power fist emoji. But you made sure to pick the default white. <laughs> not the default. Which gives a different type of power, sister. I, I, are you are you at the soup plantation right now? Are you okay? <laughs> Is everything all right? on you? I'm a little worried about Miss Barnes, okay? <laughs> she done went all the way over to the other side. Uh, no comments on YouTube for this one. Uh, and so now we can get into, oh, um, uh, yeah, I guess it's doing it for the gram. All right. The question is, what is the fashion choice that slash style you regret the most? Child, I definitely got some of them in my lifetime. Uh, I think crisscross and i used to love it don't ask me why crisscross explain to the people that don't know what that means my bad for 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 you youngsters out there there was this kid rap group called crisscross and they was fucking everywhere and their whole thing was they wore all their clothes backwards so it was a fucking huge thing to wear all your clothes backwards and so the big thing was like old school suspenders so you know like farmer suspenders so you would take your farmer suspenders and wear instead of wearing them frontwards you would wear them backwards not only that you wear your pants like literally your t-shirt you turn everything backwards your hat and that trend and also uh the trend where um you like the uh old school white kegs the kegs had to be white and we just had them big ass, thick ass socks. And we used to wear like two and three pairs of socks to kind of show like the color scheme. You like, you want to be red, want to be blue, other want to be red. And so, you know, you would kind of do that up to uh, 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 show like your color scheme and shit like that. Uh, hey, your feet be sweat like shit. You know, because you wear like three, three and four pairs of socks. You know, the, the more pairs of socks, the quote unquote cooler you work, the more colors you can kind of show. Shit like that. It's just, just dumb shit. Uh, yeah, definitely the crisscross ones. Although I thought I looked pretty cool in my overalls. The thing I regretted the most about it was adults kept trying to fix my fucking overalls all the time. I had a teacher do that when I went to Harden. 
and everybody was laughing at it. Um, and then, um, and my own parents, you know, be like, oh, no, you put, put the strap on or all this stuff. I'm like, that's yeah, not, the point is to have one strap off. Yes, the point is to have one strap off, and it would just drive them up the fucking wall for some reason. I can't live my Coolie High Harmony like this. <laughs> no, Motown Philly back again. They was like, nope, 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 Motown Philly, strap it up. And I, and um the other one I, I it's not I don't really regret it but it was just a phase that was funny uh pulling up one pants leg on the jogging pants like to you pulling it up to like the knee mm-hmm. area so it looked like you had one long pant leg and one like short looking pant leg uh I saw Guru do it in uh a Gangstar video and it was like that's the coolest thing in the world the, uh, the coolest shit ever. I, yeah, I'm trying to think any other trend. Oh, the cheap ass uh, bracelets and uh, uh, what you call them, bangles, banglets, things you used to have on your arms. You sound like a a, 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 a fucking change drawer. Every time you move around, because them shits kept clanging into each other. Let's check what the, what the people had to say for the uh, for the grant. The entire era of dressing business casual to go clubbing. <laughs> Damn, that yeah. is a lot. That a lot of that had to do with racism, because they was like, you got to. Yeah, when you, when you when people used to go to the club, they would have some of the rules they have now. They had. Well, they're not talking about dress code. Just oh. they were just dressing business casual because they it was a cool style. Okay, I'm with you. Now. I used to dress business casual and go to school. I, I that used to be my thing. In hindsight, age pretty well. I see them old pics like. You know what? I had it going on. I don't know why I was. <laughs> niggas thought I was a nerd, but clearly I see. Listen, I see the few girls that hollered at my nerdy ass. I see why. Yeah, you just. I look love I, that J. Crew. I, yeah, I had my own style that that other people didn't have. I used to wear a tie every once in a while too, and mm-hmm. I looked like I was gonna be somebody. I look like uh, I look like the nigga from Strictly Business. <laughs> you yeah. That's- but Everybody in eighth grade, like, I'm gonna be somebody. But in seventh and eighth grade, it was—I mean, it's ridiculous. But I—I I didn't look that bad, you know. It's just anyway. Not, let's not get too deep. <laughs> DB man says, in our twenties, we would go out club and dress like mid-level office managers. That's what the person before not mid-level, said. not the padded shoulder blazers. Someone said, yes, I remember them bitches. Shonda says stirrup pants. Woo child, what is stirrup pants? I gotta look this up. I think I, you show me a picture. I bet you I know who it was. And child windbreakers. Child wind didn't stand a chance. Windbreakers. Swish, swish. I don't, bitch. I don't, swish, I don't, swish. I don't regret windbreakers at all. Oh, that no, no. Dope. Okay. That was a dope style. <laughs> and they be the bright ass colors. I love my windbreakers. What are stirrup pants? Someone said, what is the point of stirrup pants? Is the first question. To hold the legs in place in the boots of the rider. So is it like stirrups like those fucking like. Oh, oh look like they got a hook at the feet. Oh, uh, I don't see some of them you show had like a hook up underneath the foot. First of all, this woman's cheeks are out. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. So what are these pants that go over the pants? Like I, them? I don't think them are stirrup pants. These are, baby. Yeah, I don't think these. <laughs> I just put in stirrup pants. This is what it said. I'm, I'm, this is what came up. Nested naked stirrup leggings. Okay, these are stirrup leggings. leggings. I said pants. Someone said this one is pantaloon. What? <laughs> Who's buying pantaloons <laughs> in 2023? I don't know, but Amazon got them. What the fuck? Y'all little house on the prairie? <laughs> I think stirrup pants are the ones that loop up oh, underneath your these. feet. Oh, these. Okay. Yes, that loop up, uh, underneath your, loop up underneath your heel. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 
I wonder if people regret the onesies because you got to take the whole thing off to use the bathroom. Uh, I, I do not. I, I got a onesie in there and I love that little outfit. I don't get to okay. wear it too often. Oversized t-shirts. Brothers were walking around looking like Alvin and Chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We were. I used to kill them shits. Well, I used to be up in motherfucking... Uh, I used to be up in motherfucking Foot Locker with that five for five, five for 25, dog. <laughs> they was a, your boy was on it. Mm-hmm. Then when inflation started, they started reducing it. Four for 25, three for 25. I said, nigga, that's not the same. Mm-mm, not the same. But it makes sense. We was using a lot of fabric. Uh, Ravavik says, <laughs> oversized yellow jean jacket with matching jeans. Lucky my boy was an alpha and made it look flames. That That is a lot. Those gladiator sandals from the early two thousands. Mm. What's a gladiator sandal? Mm. I don't. I, I. I feel like leather sandals. I guess you know. Okay. Um, like this. You see the wrap around your leg sandals. You not seeing it? I don't see it. Oh shit! Because I'm not sharing it. That's, that's okay, I'm looking like the screen and change. It helps when I share the screen, guys. Okay, <laughs> no but problem. Then Karen can see what I'm talking about. These joints. Well, they wrap around your ankles and legs. You know, some of these are going up way too high, but. Oh, I remember them bitches. Yeah. Chad, I'm still is a thing to today. Oh, for real? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not for her. She said, I'm done. I'm off that. Uh, the high sprayed up bangs from the 90s. The bang Um, Also wearing a perm. LOL, my hair is fried as all hell, but I was happy to lose the shrinkage. Uh, Hair relaxer for those who are thinking curly perm. Okay. Yes. Cardigans, the early 2000s, I was rocking cardigans heavy. Cardigans. <laughs> Love a cardigan. <laughs> Jinko jeans, lugs, and jerry curls. What oh. is a Jinko jean? Huh? Jinko jeans? Yeah. I think that's, hold on, I'll, I'll look it up for you, show you a picture. But Oh, I was a jerry curl queen, child. Yeah, you had a jerry curl. I remember that's how we My met. jerry curl was all the way down my back. You couldn't tell me shit. That was when we first met. She was trying to holler at me. Just glistening. She's my queen to be. Um, here's the Jinko jeans, and yes, absolutely, you're right. These were the wildest jeans. Yes, look like two triangles. I remember those jeans. Look like Legend of Zelda. Um, <laughs> uh, baby, listen, it was the '80s. I let my soul glow. I mean, I had the longest, the juiciest of Wave Nouveau. The close Come cousin, on, Wave Nouveau, Wave Nouveau, the cousin of Jerry Curl, close cousin to the infamous, illustrious, and oligonous curl of Jerry, <laughs> just with a looser curl. My yes. face was never without shine. My hair, a lion's mane. I was but a child. Conversely, years later, I had old dog braids. Freshman year of college, woo child. Yeah, yes, my Jerry Curl was down my back. You couldn't tell me shit. Yeah, and then also the Jerry Curl used to give people acne a lot of times. The grease would get in their skin. They they have bumps on their face. It was a weird time, but it they needed really that curl. Was. Uh, and you had to like keep refreshing it and moisturizing it yep, throughout the day. Yep, we had to had to keep it moisturized. Quan P says, "So I was weird and loved Camp Low back in ninety seven, ninety eight, and was rocking a trench coat and a leather Applejack cap, nigga. What <laughs> a trench coat? Were you trying to solve a crime at <laughs> <but> Scotland Yard? <laughs> the fuck? What the fuck? We're in the Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> That's hilarious. What? Oh my god, boy." 
wearing boat shoes to fit in at a PWI. Oh, I'm sorry, Bokai. Oh, not the boat shoes. Using a bottle of Pump It Up hair spritz to make your waterfalls hairstyle whole hair was so crispy hard. <laughs> Come on! Says Elise. <laughs> Pump it up will make your hair feel like a motherfucking brick. You could take your you could take your hair and bang that shit into somebody and cut them bitches. You could play it up was hard. You could play an NFL game with <laughs> Yeah, you could. With no helmet. You just put that pump it up on your hair. Pump it up. You had a fucking helmet, child. I remember that pump it up, child. <laughs> Your hair would be so goddamn hard, child. It rained, and you wouldn't. The rain would repel off that bitch. <laughs> I remember that bullshit. It's like your spray. hair wouldn't even get everybody else hair be all flat. Your hair, your hair. They'd be like, bitch, what did you got in your hair? It was it was spray starch for your hair. Yes, it was motherfucking spray starch. I was like, how's this shit even illegal? Shiny metallic Fubu denim. Fake Gucci t-shirts and Jerry curls definitely a bad look. Uh, yeah, fake anything fake is a is a regret, instant fashion regret. Yes. Uh, those anime button ups in high school, you could tell me shit in twelfth grade. Says games and drinks. Yes. The big shirts. Yes. The big ass anime Hawaiian yes. shirts. Yes. Got Goku on the front of it. Uh, the mid two thousand collets with the oh, is it culottes? Culottes with the vans and the double South Pole polos, both uh, bonus points because I did the poof bump as well. What's the mm. culottes? Culottes. Uh, I'm looking it up for you now. I, I do know the vans. Uh, you you was kicking it. Oh, they look like the high water almost bell bottoms. Hold on, I'll show you. Um, I remember these. The I I just didn't know the the government name. Right. Um, so the these these pants, where it's like they like your whole calf is basically out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. These was the shit. Back yeah. The them day. shits are still comfortable, and I didn't go lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going out to the beach. It's like if you can't decide to wear shorts or or, or pants, just go in the middle. <laughs> you don't want to go short alone. <laughs> uh, flats. I'm a woman of fluff. I need the shoes to have cushion. Uh, oversized, uh, eighth Anderson, oversized two piece denim short set with a hat clipped on the hip. A hat clip on the hip? <laughs> Not the hat clip! I didn't even know that was a thing. Heavy spray, triple stack, bang. Shaking my damn head every time I think of those pics. <laughs> Danny's art says thin eyebrows and all the fashions from 1999 to 2015. <laughs> mm. Soul Sutter says, I'm the early 90s, pil- in the early 90s, Pilgrim shoes were out. I was out here looking like a stowaway from the Mayflower. Look <laughs> his pilgrim shoes. That's hilarious. You like, you like little girls in the shoes little girls wear in church. Oh no! The, with the buckle on your shoe and shit. Oh shit! The ones that strap across. Looking like a Halloween costume. These shoes. You ever seen these? I don't remember them ever being in style, but. I definitely Ooh, seen these shoes before. Yes, child. I seen them shoes in, in the book when they talk about 1776. Right. Like you about to churn some butter. Didn't they have a picture of Christopher Columbus in them <laughs> shoes? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, skinny jeans. Uh, yeah, that's not even that long ago. I'm Victorian says, if you ever saw me wear low-rise jeans, no, you didn't. <laughs> low-rise trying to come back, too. And the high-waisted jeans. I seen they going to come back. 
Chad, I don't like. Is the low rise jeans the one that dip real hard? Yeah, yeah. Chad, I got too much ass for that. I be just showing ass crack. I and the thing is, I have to pay attention because if you you fuck around and you be trying on some jeans, you be like, why is this shit at my ass crack? You know, yeah. pull pull them up, pull them up. <laughs> That's my personal preference. I was in sixth grade in '09. That summer between fifth and sixth grade, I grew an afro, fell in love with pop pop punk like fallout boy the day before classes started my dad convinced me to straighten my hair we put texturizer on and when i tell you i have trust issues with him to this day oh i'm so sorry to happen uh my brother heavily starts to the point my brother's heavily starts to the point of shining a cuff board stiff jeans dickie set he would barter with me to do the ironing. I used a minimum of one can every time. He was very particular. Use a can of starch on his jeans. That shit sound like my mama. A I, can of starch? I don't know if she used a can. A can, Karen? But, 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 I didn't know a can is possible. But my mama's crease would be so fucking hard. It took like five washes for that fucking crease to come out them yeah. fucking pants. Like that shit would be. I was like, Mama, please stop washing my jeans. I can't get the fucking crease out. I look like a fucking fold up book. Mama, stop. Many people have fallen to the to the crease. Okay, that 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 crease demon is strong in people. <laughs> yeah, so she might not use a can. She she might use a half a can because I'm like, God damn. These shits are so hard. Raider in Black says ballet flat. They tore up my feet back in the day, but everyone was wearing it. Oh, what's that's, a ballet flat? Ballet shoes, and oh. that sounds like it sucks because I don't know if people know this. Ballet These shoes, ballet people that do ballet, ballerinas have horrible toes and feet. And them shits is hard on the inside, for what I that's hear. What I'm saying. No, thank you. Impressively Splendid says Spice Girl shoes in my preteen years. Yep, I mean the '90s girl group Spice Girls. They wore platform sneakers, so I did too. Uh, funny thing is, it's back in style now. Mm-hmm. I have seen the platform sneakers Everything back. Everything old is new now. Uh, the Jerry curl on my forehead was a job for Dr. Pimple Popper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly says two, two X white tees in 2005 that were out of style by 2009. Leave me with a shirt with the T-shirts three sizes too big. <laughs> a lot of people did that shit. For doors around 2008, 2010, they, were, they had a moment. <laughs> yes, they did. That is a regrettable moment. Fedora guy became a total fucking, like, stereotype. The tall T era looked like I had dresses with a fake bling, says AJ. <laughs> Not the fake bling accessorizing. <laughs> uh, Netta says, uh, have to admit, <clears throat> I watch Friends and Living Single, of course, in real time and call my regrets the Rachel fail. I never should have navigated Earth with straightened hair. Uh, yeah, that's that's not that's not that bad. Uh, Felt Five says wearing the South Pole sweatshirts <clears throat> with the fat kid outline on it. I really thought I had motion. <laughs> not motion. <laughs> I gotta look up the South Pole sweat, sweatshirts. I don't yes. sweatsuits. Oh, he said sweatsuits. I was oh. about to say show us. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me look this up real quick. Um, I didn't know that they had the whole suit. I thought it was just a sweat pants, a hoodie. So apparently, it's like a whole outfit. Um, yeah, you look like you could look like an inmate in these. I see. I see how I could. It seemed like a good idea. Yeah, that that is literally a whole vibe. I remember yeah. those people used to rock them shits hard. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um. Uh, someone just put a gift of someone spraying their, their uh, spraying their, their Jerry curl. 
Uh, I think the absolute worst is Tanya W. I think the absolute worst was when it <clears throat> seemed that all the girls in school got perms, including me. I'm white, so a perm for us is curly, not straight. And we were all walking around looking like poodles. <laughs> child, them 80 perms. And and uh, back in the day, child, for white women, the higher, the better. So, child, like, the bigger, the bigger your perm was, and child, hairspray to the moon. A very close second was Super Mullet. Where there's evidence of that, uh, she includes a, a, a. Oh my gosh, she included a picture of her Super Mullet. Y'all want to see Tanya's Super Tanya's Mullet? Tanya's Super Super Mullet. Y'all, she was on the streets with the Super Mullet. Come on through, Tanya. Yes, <laughs> Super Mullet. Let's go. <laughs> this mullet's so long, looking this- like looking like Eugene's uh, distance cousin. <laughs> This mullet so long, it's in the front too. It's yes. not all in the back. It's coming around her shoulders. She got a party everywhere. I like that. Oh man, that's adorable. Ain't it cute? Oh, uh, big ass white tees looking like a ghetto ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Those jelly shoes I used to love as a little girl, but would only make your feet sweat. And so it said, and burn. <laughs> Miss Barnes said feet sliding everywhere. <laughs> so I said they were marketed as summer shoes, but you had to wear socks with them if you didn't want to ruin your feet. But the colors were so pretty. <laughs> Stirrup pants, that elastic foot strap irked me so much. I started cutting them after a while. <clears throat> um, someone said white hammer pants with a black and white polka dot Kwame button down shirt and Reebok high top sneakers that's not regrettable that's cool Chad I had me a pair of hammer pants and a pair of uh, patent leather uh, 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 shoes with the big ass shoelaces and shit I think I had the whole hammer outfits but the pants would be like black and you could like see like the orange or whatever through the side child you gonna tell me shit oh oh Oh, 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 and I knew the dance and everything. Child, he cut the ham. I'm doing a running man's and them shits. You could tell me I wouldn't fly. Uh, <laughs> Alamar says, I had some pleated leather pants that, pleather, I'm sorry, I had some pleather pants that used to wear, I used to wear like a, some platform Mary Jane's. That was back where the early 2000s had the 70s revival period. Mm. Skinny jeans like wives. Uh, so it says I missed the skinny jean era random goggles that just sort of sat on your head but you didn't actually wear them over your eyes that what were you in a, <laughs> a John Carpenter movie <laughs> this is the, the swim team <laughs> just goggles I don't even remember this phase me this, either that's just every that's every apocalyptic movie is some motherfucker with goggles as a nerd gotta, gotta protect your eyes right uh, always Sean says do rag under the fitted Felt like I rocked that a few years longer than I should have. Mm-hmm. Do-rag under the fitted never really made sense anyway. It's like, why you need to fit it then? <laughs> That's like a hat on top of a hat. Ain't your head right. already covered? It's literally a hat on a hat. Yes. Eve says, low-rise jeans with the G-string showing because it felt like I wanted to pull my panties out of my butt the entire time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what was that? Yes. And that, that right there, that low-rise thing. And I, you girls used to love that. Uh, uh, type of thing, but I was like, I got too much ass, and I, you know, something about my crack hanging out my jeans, top of my jeans. I couldn't take it. It's not that I didn't want to see it, but I do understand wearing it had to be uncomfortable. Yes, eighties mesh midriff and neon biker pants. The Jerry curl I got in the sixth grade. Yes, biker pants. I used to motherfucking love me some goddamn biker shorts. A child, I probably hadn't run a bike in years. My ass was in them tight ass biker shorts. 
wearing size 38 40 waist jeans as a teen i'm a size 32 as a grown-ass adult oh just big yeah the big jeans mm-hmm. yeah definitely sagging is, is a regrettable one elite socks jeans shorts katie's big ass uh elite bags super oversized jeans and thin eyebrows i had one boyfriend that knew i had ass but after prom i learned that i could have had more options and now at my big age i'm adding pencil promade powder to the sparse brows until i get up the nerve to for microblading uh <laughs> pedal pushers i don't know pedal, pedal pushers. pushers what are pedal pushers? I, I bet you show me the picture i probably know what it is because like i said a lot of this shit i do i just didn't oh, know the name of them well let me make sure that this is the right thing but it looks like kind of some well what is pedal pushers let me see pedal pushers it looks like pants Okay, yeah, they kind of look like capris, and ain't nothing regrettable about capris. Okay, uh, capri pants low key underrated, um, cause capri pants are like a great way to show you got some ass too. Like they, they, they slept on. Chad, I love me a capri pants. Mm-hmm. They slept on. Let's go, shit. I wear capri pants today. Uh, but yeah, that's what those pedal pushers remind me of. Sagging says D. I agree. And that's it for everybody. So thank you for contributing to Doing It For The Gram. Time to go to voicemail. For the Voicemail time. Looks like we got six of them. Wow. All right. Let's see what y'all had to say. The first one's from Emerald, I believe. Hey, Rod and Karen, it's Emerald. Um, so my my voice, I'm getting over a cold. But I wanted to say, Karen, you are speaking my language on episode 2788, Hamilton Hawks. First of all, hilarious. Um, but I, uh, you mentioned on Victoria Monet's CD, um, one of the songs sounds like it might be the internet or produced. So yes. I was like, do you mean K Tronada? So that's the producer that used to produce a lot of the internet songs and did once she went kind of single. Um, And I say this as like, I'm so nerding out because I absolutely like sweat Sid and the internet. So yes, you are absolutely right. The sound you were listening to once I Googled it, um, the song All Right by Victoria Monet is produced by Kay Trinata. So girl, you be knowing your stuff. Mm-hmm. Karen, be <laughs> she, I do. she do thank you because like i said i absolutely uh love the internet so i listen i consume that music so much that when i was listening i was like this sound is not the same but i was like it is like the the bones of it sound so similar yeah uh sierra left us three voicemails So, hello. Damn. Okay, so full disclosure, I'm diagnosed with ADHD, generalizing and generalized anxiety disorder. So, thank you for making this a safe space. Number two, I forgot what the fuck I was calling for. Okay, so (laughs) here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, I'm going to start with Mickey and Minnie because I had to stop at 57.02. 57 minutes and two seconds. So, word on the street, a.k.a. my little baby cousin, who's three years old, down to the daycare, 
is that many been lesbian for years. Mm. Many been lesbian. Mm. Word on the street down to the daycare, mm-hmm. down to the head start, is that many been been about them girls mm. on some Katy Perry for years. She been whole lesbian. Mm. That was the word on the curve about that. And then, um, huh, you, you be talking about something else. You talking about... Wait, no, hold on. Oh, this is what I had this head said. About that she going on with the, um, you know, all that shit up in the, 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 the no peace in the Middle East. I feel like one of them, is it just me or do I feel like one of them slaves from like the 1400s? Like the 1800s? Because mm-hmm. like, I don't want y'all to get fucked up. Like, I'm I'm a little tipsy. I had a glass of short, two glasses three glasses of Chardonnay. So, I'm educated, but I'm a little fucked up. But listen, is it just me or do I feel like, or do you feel like, I feel like one of those, like, people from the 1800s is like, well, read on this shit, but at the same time... She got cut off. Go to the next one. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, and I'm not going to be aggressive to this lady because she Google and she just mind her business or Skype and she just mind her business. But um, I just wanted to say, I feel like one of those slaves that's like well read, but I can't say nothing. I can't say too much about it at working feet because it's like, Lord Jesus, if I say something, master going to come for me. <laughs> like, is it just me? Because my soul, my spirit, my ancestral crystals and shit is telling me it's giving genocide. It's giving mass murder. It's giving slave trade. Especially because my son is reading before the Mayflower. And my son is like, Mom, this is just like, and I'm like, baby, don't you say that in just stay there in the house. Don't stay out on the walk. Like, I don't... Is it just me? Am I the only black person in America that feel like that? Like, that it's like, I can't be saying too much about this because then they gonna come for me. Like, it's... It's like something in my bone. Mm. All right, I'm just gonna say that. All right, I'm sorry. Camera. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't be listening to that shit because I was crying too, sis. Staying. Um... It was something else I had to say. It was something else I had to say. Oh, I want to do a TikTok as the purse, as the spoon, um, the spoon player who noticing the races of a case say shit because they need that good ass job. <laughs> and I'm playing y'all song, which is fucking with them people in the back. And I'm playing with the spoons. And then Rod is like, come on down to the uh, soup plantation. Where you can get <laughs> She got caught off. She caught. This is the last one. I'm sorry to keep calling y'all. I am an annual subscriber. I pay my 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 monies. Um, I can't I can't pay tithes on Sunday every Sunday because you know I'm a single mother. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm divorced from my second marriage. Yes, Lord Jesus, I'm man free. I'm man free. Karen, don't you start. Every man can Every woman can't be blessed with a ride. <laughs> Um, but anyway, oh, that's what I wanted to say. I fuck, fucking ADHD. Um, 
I love the banter, but I need y'all to cut it down because I need my coronavirus news. I need my gay ass, my gay ass shit news because you know, as a member of the now of the member of the community, um, and I need my um fucking with black people. So I need y'all to cut the banter down. Love it. Love it. Love it even more when Karen um, interrupts it every segment with it. So keep that going. Um, but yeah, I mean, my, y'all, like, y'all literally my motherfucking CNN. Like, and I know y'all like, oh, we ain't gonna fuck that. Y'all my CNN, because I don't got time for that shit. Yeah, bitch, y'all already got, you know, the thing. So, you know, and then I'm out here getting my doctorate. I'm busy. So do that. Cut the banter down. We love you. Or keep the banter fucking going. Just implement the fucking coronavirus and let us know niggas is still out here dying and people still out here stealing the election. Because you know all this shit tied together. Hey, Karen, girl, those fucking twists are twisting. Girl, you got to make sure you show us the back of that head. I've been trying to angle my TV to see the back of that goddamn head. Show me how them twists looking all juicy and luscious. She she got cut off. I think she decided not to call back again. But oh man, Sierra's always funny. Um, I heard Mickey and Minnie was in Scientology. You ain't heard it from me though. Oh, okay, shit. I heard they go to that church. Um, and we'll see about the banter. I feel like you know we're trying to get our feet under us with the banter and figuring out how it goes. And right. All this so stuff. It's, it's free flowing. Also, there. because Wednesday is Walking Dead recap for, you know, we only got two more left. Right. We kind of lost an episode of news yes. stuff, but we'll get back to it. I'm still saving all the coronavirus and election articles. So, you know, it kind of goes in, on a whim. It's jazz, baby. Yes. And also, um, uh, I feel like this child, if you happy, you man free, child, I'm happy for you. I don't hate. I feel like. For uh, when it comes to it, you have to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And child, your freedom and your peace of mind is more important than anything else. So I am happy and I'm elated for you, child. Mm-hmm. Go out there and live your best life. Next voicemail. This is from a new person. Hi, Rod and Karen. Um, this is my first time calling in, I think. Um, so I'll just make it brief. This is really about the episode BLM BLT, uh, specifically the um, sort of contentious dates that people have been going on and filming for the internet. Um, I just want to specifically talk about TikTok and how the attention economy works there, um, because I think a lot of these skits that we're seeing, you know, masquerading as facts, is because on TikTok, you don't even have to. Uh, um, actually linked to the person's feed um, because the algorithm is so strong that all you have to do is say Oyster Girl or Cheesecake Factory and it will not only go to the original but it will go to all the opinions so it just reinforces people's ability to discuss these hot topics bring in audience have differing opinions and even do lives where they'll have quote-unquote debates about certain topics so it kind of just feeds into this already a very toxic if you can imagine subset of users who love to debate the worthiness of black women so these topics have definitely been debating like see see what we have to put up with and all of that um so i just wanted to to let you know because i'm not sure if you guys are on tiktok how accurate you are in your 
um, understanding of the attention economy because not only does the original poster get that engagement and and um, sometimes money, but then all these lives. They get, like, gifts and stuff while they're doing lives, and then other people get traffic because people are searching, what is this Cheesecake Factory thing? So their videos get exposure, and it just all feeds into the circle of, you know, toxic Internet culture. Um, So thanks for your episode, and um, a big fan of you both. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, I did not know that, and this makes sense to why – the algorithm is so strong as far as like in TikTok. Once you find something, and you actually go down like like they like they are. It's almost like it's reading your mind if that makes sense, and that makes more sense that they're all linked up like that. Well, it also makes sense because a lot of times when I see the video, it's not the original person sharing it, and now that makes sense because it's because it's like some guy's account, but it's still the video and there's no commentary on it. It's just the video that you've been seeing go around and now I know. Okay. Next person has the three voicemails they left back to back. We'll see what happened with them. Hey guys. Um, my name is Mikkel. Um, I don't know if you remember me, but, um, I was trying to start a clothes company. I, I mailed you a shirt. Oh yeah. Give my company a shout out like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a big logo in us. Um, affiliated on the back I think mm-hmm. so anyway I've been listening to you guys for a long time uh, almost since the beginning I think um, when you would I was so happy when you had you did a vote for if y'all should keep the music while you talk or not because I kept thinking like this music is very distracting but I really <laughs> like what you guys have to say so anyway um, I love the show and I really wanted to give you props um, I listen, I mean, your, your podcast, I think, is the best out there. Um, and I say that with no hesitation because every, rec- every podcast you recommend, I, I go back and listen. I'm lucky enough to have a job where I'm able to um, uh, listen to podcasts all day or, or music. And one thing about you guys' podcasts is I appreciate is that you vet all your um, sources. And a lot of other podcasts don't do that. And I appreciate it, and I wanted to say, is like when you had uh, the medium top guys on there and they did that rumor about Drake, I really appreciate that you challenged that notion because it's kind of like, all right, we can make a joke about this, but if we're going to make a joke, let's, let's, at least have the facts right on what we're joking about. And, uh, and a lot of the podcasts do that. A lot of the podcast, uh, you got cut off. He called back. My bag. Um, I forgot about the two minute mark, <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying is like, um, I like that y'all guys vet all your sources and, and at least try to get things right versus just everywhere else has rumors. And, I noticed a lot of podcasts you guys recommend, I, and I know these podcasts are supposed to be like entertainment, right? So they're not, I don't really look at them for news source, but sometimes they get facts mixed up and sometimes they talk about the story in the middle of the story. They never go back to the beginning. So I'm confused, right, on some of the stuff. So I really appreciate you guys for doing that. And I know it's hard work and I, and it just, 
it, it, uh, it adds a le- level of integrity to your podcast that you really don't see in a lot of other podcasts, even more popular podcasts, right? They take a fact and then run with this fact, and then we don't even know if it's a real fact. It's, an, it's, it's something anecdotal. And and now it's it's being spread um, uh, to a lot of people as a um, fact when it's just maybe opinion or or something that's not proven. So I just wanted to say I really appreciate you guys for doing that and just um, it, it it just keeps me listening. Like I get excited even when I hear about some rumors. Like so even if, even with the will smith and jada thing i appreciate you guys kind of going uh talking about everything versus just what just happened because that puts the whole thing in context right so um i know it's a lot of work um and but i i appreciate you guys and um thank you for the content thank you for the years of doing a great job um you have and again i know it's not your job and this is the last one. Okay, sorry, last thing. But <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, um, um, and by the way, my name is Mikkel. I don't know if I even mm-hmm. mentioned that. But um, uh, you guys helped me create a um, change of my opinions on certain things, my ideas um, on certain politics, because you talked about the whole issue and not just something that just happened. Um, when it comes to racism, when it comes to sexism, when it comes to ageism, whatever, um, because you talk about the whole thing, it gives me a better perspective. And I have um, uh, grown, I think, a lot because of that. Again, I know that's not your job, but I appreciate it. So have a great guys. Have a great day. Sorry, I'm driving to work right now, but um, take it easy. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I'm glad you made it to work safely. <laughs> um, also, a lot of the kudos goes to Roderick uh, because Roger's like a one-man research team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> normally, you know, for companies and shit, they have a research department. So it's like a lot of group of collective people. But for us, Roderick is like the research thing. And Roderick's big thing for him personally, he's like, I want to know the whole story. I want to... You know, and when I talk about things, I don't want to talk about it from a place of ignorance and from a place of being riled up by my emotions and not actually seeing the entire picture. Um, And so that's why sometimes when things happen, we might wait to talk about them because all the facts aren't out there about things. And it's one of those things where you don't have to always be the first. You don't. I think... um uh, the other thing, man, just recently, or maybe it's, you know, but whatever, I've been thinking about how people get information siloed out of reality, and it happens a lot. Like, people on our side think QAnon is like a, a Republican right-wing phenomenon, and I, I think the last few years have scared me so much about misinformation. Mm-hmm. And so many of my friends, I, people that are hyper online, they they run with misinformation because it's stuff we want to be true. Right. The last caller that talked about TikTok, a lot of people in those situations, they want the stuff to be true, which is another reason that 
we don't have the the first discussion of like is this a hyper is this like a hyperbolic version of the truth that we're watching did this woman really act like this on this whole date was the person there the whole time was it what did they like what is this real is the first question right and then a lot of times it's like it doesn't matter if it's real it doesn't matter because I want to argue or I already have feelings about certain things. And this I can take this content and turn it into my feelings about those things. So half the people talk about Will and Jay, they don't give a fuck. They they already talk about men versus women shit all day. And here's another chance to be a man versus woman debate. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if it's grounded. The the floor of the, the ground it's sitting on is quicksand because these people have been doing living a lie and selling a lie for seven years at least. And people are like, I just want it to be true that he's a piece of shit. Right. I just want it to be true she's a piece of shit. I just want it to be true Chris Rock was never funny. Like I just want it to be true. And I'm I think I'm just so wary of that, which is why I do some a lot more, a little bit more research than other people. But also like uh, I I wanna know the truth. <laughs> So, like, if people are saying something and there's, you know, people always go where there's smoke, there's fire. And that's that's such a bad saying, by the way. But they say where there's smoke, there's fire. And I'm like, okay, so where's the fire? Like, people forget that part of the where there's smoke, there's fire. You got to prove there's a fire, too. Yeah, because a lot of times it should be smoking, but it don't always mean it's a full. Like, I'll give you some smoke. Uh, People say Colin Kaepernick can't play, couldn't play football. I need to see the fire, dog. You know what I mean? I need to prove he really sorry because y'all right. like I need the truths. All right. We got two more voicemails. This is from Allegra, our girl. Hi, you two. It's Allegra. Um, I am listening to the uh, first part of the Tuesday um, episode with Raysani. Number one, I love when she's on. I love when you have your friends on, Rod. It's always great. Um, And two, I have so much joy at the conversation that you and Ray were having over Justified. That show is my fucking shit. uh, Timothy Oliphant, yes, Ray Sonny, is uh, an amazing specimen of a human being. (laughs) And I started watching the the reboot but i haven't gotten into it yet so though i heard what you guys were saying i don't i'm not that been out of shape about like spoilerish stuff because i'm still gonna watch anyway because timothy oliphant and justified but um yeah that was one of my favorite shows it is a show that um I'm, i tend to not uh recommend stuff to people often unless i know the person really well and i know what their taste is but when I do, that's one of the ones that I recommend because I love the way that they wrote women in that show. That's my reference for a good baseline of how women should be written in a show. Uh, fucking, um, gosh, I can't, uh, I can't remember the main actor's name, but the season that had that older character actor. Um, gosh, I can't remember her name. She's an older woman. Yes, Margo. Um, anyway. But my point is that shows the shit. I can't wait to get back into um, the reboot. I'm so excited about seeing this again. And I love that you guys love it too. That just makes me even more energized. That's all I would say. Thanks guys. Always a pleasure hearing you. 
um, and all that. Oh, she got cut off, but she was just going to say you. bye. But yeah, shout out to Justify. Also, it's always interesting when we never get like the email about objectifying the men because I definitely was objectifying Timothy <laughs> and that new nigga. I was doing it. <laughs> and Nobody the tidy is. Nobody, everybody wasn't offended for that. All right, last voicemail from Angie. Good morning, John and Karen. This is Angie. <clears throat> Excuse me, undeniable victim. It's early. So, uh, listening to the podcast and Food uh, Plantation, that is not what it was called here in Dallas. It was called Sweet Tomatoes. Mm. Because if I would have known it was Sweet Plantation, I would have never darkened its door. But it was called Sweet Tomatoes. Mm. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, I took one of the managers home, a nice, strong black buck. Uh, oh, oh, shit! He was really, really great. Uh, got a little soup and salad for him, a little <laughs> extra, if you know what I mean. But, Not the clown yeah, chowder. It was really weird. And I was kind of sad. I don't think that I found out that the conglomerate was called Sweet Plantation until. I started getting coupons, oh. and it was in really, really tight, tiny, tiny fonts, Sweet Plantation. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I was disappointed, mm. sad and disappointed. But, uh, hey, the more you know. Uh, they're called Sweet Tomatoes because the sweetest tomatoes are the ones you don't have to pick yourself. Come on. Okay. The slaves do it. Um, but she said I took a nice strong buck home. You know, you sound kind of slave, slave, like like you own slaves a little bit. You sound kind of antebellum south with that. You like you? I, I took a nice strong buck back to the to the house. Come okay. on, and he was bucking all right. What my husband don't know won't hurt him. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, last segment we have the emails. Told you we had a lot this week. think about it, it's more like skeet tomatoes am i right angie <laughs> uh, <laughs> denzel this is from alonzo uh oh wait no i must have read this one already yep i did i forgot i need to email him back my bad um let's see uh cheesecake factory da, da, da. okay this one is by the way i see what you did there with the gender wars and i love it keep these people out your business i love you guys that shit is hilarious keep up the good work when i get more money i will give you more money that's from liam's thank you thank you baby uh let's see blm blt g brown says I'm not going to offer any judgment, but I will say you can't give yourself a nickname just like you can't don't decide for yourself if you're a nice person. Karen and Rod, keep doing what you do. Love, peace, and hair grease. And I said, which story is this in reference to? And it was into the guest the race story where the woman chose not to wash her hands using the public in a public restroom. Uh, said, my bad, got to say it to myself. I didn't even clarify what the hell I was talking about. I blame <laughs> the cold German night for... Or itis for this big ass schnitzel I ate for dinner. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Christoph says, plantation food. Y'all are the best. 
you brought back a memory from earlier this year when my team and I were traveling to a client site in the whitest part of Florida where they still believe Trump is the president. I was the only black person on this team. And when it was time for dinner, one of the teammate team members suggested the Rose Plantation. When they asked for my opinion, I honestly thought they were joking. But these people really wanted to go there after looking at the menu. In my head, I was thinking, I'm sure y'all see the issue, but they didn't. So we went to the restaurant and called me a coon, but that food was smacking. <laughs> oh, I love that twist. That's a good yes. twist. That is a conflicted. See, that's the thing. See, uh, you to talk yourself out of a great meal. That's why I'd be afraid to step into a plantation. What if it's good? And he sent like a link with the plantation on it or something. The Rose Plantation. Oh shit! With the photos of it. Uh, first of all, this this motherfucking Ooh. brisket dough. Oh shit! This motherfucking brisket dough. Oh no. Child. Oh no. I'd I'd have been up in the Rose Plant. Is the Rose Plantation right beside the steak plantation? Right. Hey, this burger looked pretty good too. Mm, I I might be oh, shocked. Oh, 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 not the child. Oh, oh. That is absolutely delicious. Child, mm. I might be shucking and driving my way up to the rose plantation, then. The black people they are forcing to the work, they would be so disappointed in my black ass. Oh, look at that chicken. Let's oh. go. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I bet you them tomatoes is flames. Oh. They be asking me, uh, Brother, you gonna help us get free? I'm like, I'm gonna help myself to some more of this brisket. I know. Me and Roger be like, you, you wanna, wanna wanna go back down to the plantation? Mm-mm, you show? Sure? I'll be snitching on the pe- on the people that Mm-mm. work there. They I'm, trying to get free. Mm-mm, give me some snitching. more. Give me some more of these potatoes. Child, that shit looks absolutely delicious. Okay, this some we sick food. Okay, because I <laughs> I get it now. Okay. Oh my goodness! What kind of does is this banana pudding? Is that banana pudding? Child, that oh looks my absolutely. god! It looked like it's at a rose garden too. Oh, I bet you the view is absolute. Is them lamb chops, pork oh chops? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I will be up in there. <laughs> They got a white people that eat there. Oh, yes. I'd have, child. I'd have, I'd have been smiling in the pig. They'd have been calling me a coon. They'd be like, why is she in the Rose Plantation? I think I would have been looking down at my plate, ignoring the black people outside working. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what is that? It looked like a slaw, slow, like a Carolina slaw burger, but yes. I'm seeing like some, oh my Mushroom. God. Mushroom, oh. Some mushrooms underneath the cheese a little light. They done remixed the Carolina burger. Child, yes. Oh my! I'm see. I'm gonna be on here all day. Child, I'm gonna be on here all yeah. day. Ooh, child! Oh, it's a mozzarella I'm about to say, say, go ahead and favorite that one. <laughs> no, nah, I can't. I no, nah, I can't. I can't go to Florida and eat at the plantation. I can't. I can't. This is all. This is all a pipe dream. I can't. The ancestors will snatch me back. Child, I want to go. Karen is the one that's the coon, y'all. I can't do it. Uh, racism now, racism. Just forever. call me soft shoe. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, got that one good foot going. Jay, <laughs> Jay Wright saying, "Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. So I was listening to you guys talk about the fucked up situation was that the how fucked up the situation was that Republicans can't pick a new speaker of the house, and then out of nowhere, I heard Karen go, "Racism now, racism forever." I almost died laughing. 
I immediately pictured a racist superhero flying through the air, shouting out racism now, racism forever, doing little microaggression things to random black people minding their own business, cue up the great work. <laughs> I'm glad you got that joke. Yeah. I couldn't help myself. That's how it fucking feels. Yeah, and it, it comes from uh, Bull Connor, I think. Uh, or I think it was Bull Connor who said segregation now, segregation forever. I think it was him, but let me Google that. Uh, uh, but... Uh, but yeah, I always thought, I mean, obviously it wasn't funny at the time. It's not funny now, but I always thought that was such a like, George Wallace, that's it. I said okay. Bull Connor. George Wallace. George Wallace saying that shit was so wild to me. Segregation now, segregation forever. Damn, you hate niggas. You hate them. And that's, the, that's their motto. Like, 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 yeah. like he just was, was bold enough to say it, but that's their motto. They might not say it like that, yeah. but that's how I feel. Nichelle says, hey, Rod and Karen, hope you're enjoying PSL season. Just wanted to share the Arby's here in Savannah received a low score from the health department. Oh, no. Observed all shredded lettuce throughout the facility to be severely wilted and brown. Facility receives lettuce in already discolored uh, states sometimes. Observe wet stacking of dishes in the dish storage area in the back prep area. Observe grease and old food debris along racks throughout the facility near the prep line and in the walk-in cooler. Observe ceiling tiles in the dry storage area to be discolored, have mold-like patches. Yeah, not surprised. They don't, they not, you're not supposed to buy food from there. They sell drugs <laughs> to the community. That's like, you expect us to work? Right. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, Delano sent the update to that that video I played already, the woman who was like uh, mm-hmm. two minutes of nothing. KJ says, what up, Rod? Hey, Karen. Karen, yo, you're funny. Been flexing on them hard for real, LOL. You've been Aww. killing it with perfectly timed callbacks and everything. Been having me over here screaming, yes, come through, Karen. I was so happy to hear you straight up say I'm funny when you guys have Ray Sonny on because hell yeah, you are. Oh, thank you. I'm glad y'all think I'm funny. That's yeah. hilarious. As you guys may or may not have remembered, I grew up in Israel, served in the IDF, and prior to my service, I actually worked at the cement plant that had a contract to make huge cement slabs that were used to make the border wall. So wow. it's been a somber mood around here as of late. As we keep in touch with family and friends, some of whom are deployed right now, as a black American who's also Israeli, I have so many thoughts on the conflict and its coverage and so many things I wish people could understand about this complicated issue. While also knowing what a tightrope, a good faith, honest communicator would have to walk to inject the necessary nuance into the discussion. And yet right. there are so many people willing to come off the top rope with the most uninformed hot takes, boiling down a century plus long multifaceted conflict to a hot take and a hashtag. Right. One thing I've always appreciated about this show is the intellectual honesty and empathy you always put into the world saying i don't know in the age of the know-it-all social media cult of personality era we live in is a rare and admirable quality and one of you guys exhibit with ease the fuck's wrong with everybody else anyway been been able to tune in to a dependable source of funny and good times has been so appreciated so i just wanted to thank you too from the bottom of my heart for building this beautiful thing of yours the dopest guest the funniest chat room just a chef's kiss to the extended the blackout tips universe thanks as always kj Oh shit, P.S. I saw an old feedback email. I almost finished but never went out. I was binging and catching up and didn't hear it read. So I went looking for it and saw it unfinished in my outbox and was like, God damn it. I emailed pics from my backyard in Mart- Martius. Um, isn't that like Greece? And 
you guys were asking about things like cost of living. It's way more expensive than the mainland, especially West Africa, but more affordable than other first world countries, in quotes. For example, this four bedroom massive property pool, fully furnished house that we're living in, still less than the cost of a three bedroom apartment in Atlanta. Shit. Boy, don't make me move. Don't make me move, okay? Because I'll do it. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you. And and man, I like I feel for folks. I and I think it's so weird on the age of the internet because people are decrying, uh, talking about having empathy, but they genuinely withhold it from the people they from whatever makes their shit inconvenient. Yes, and that's what I feel like is happening because I'm not gonna front, dog. The the fourteen hundred people getting killed and then a bunch of people getting kidnapped that that does shake me. It should shake you. There should be some part of you that's like I'm not with this either. But then at the same time, it it shouldn't like completely make it okay to wipe a a, a populace of people that many had nothing to do with this shit. It shouldn't make it okay to just kill everybody either. So, like, it doesn't seem like that should be controversial to say. It doesn't seem like that should be, like, a hot take. But I've seen so many versions of anyone approaching that, that like, dismissed out of hand. And seeing some people that claim to have such huge hearts and care about people completely not care about the loss of lives of one side of this equation, whichever side it is. Right. I don't know, man. If it, I don't know. I don't know. I I know that I don't want just hate can take place in people heart and they can't see anything but the hate after a while. And especially when you've been living in a in, living with the fucked up like atrocities and conflicts and shit for years, it, it can do something to you, man. So I just I've been trying not to judge, and part of that means not participating. And if that means motherfuckers gonna judge me. Or whatever for not, you know, agreeing with everything they say, not just hop, then then fine. But the main thing I will say, don't ask me for my opinion if you can't handle it. Because I might not just hop in both feet on on one side or the other and then you just, you just need a puppet. What you really want is a bunch of retweets and people telling you you're right. Mm-hmm. Both sides of that shit want that. Yes, they do. And they, they don't want anything in between. Yeah, and I and every day I feel like I I screenshot and share something with me my me and my friends privately like look at this extreme take from this person. This is wild. That's and that and it's not always the same side or the of the conflict. So, yeah, anyway, man, yeah. that is Oh, go ahead. And also the the biggest thing uh and I want to tell you thank you. We have lost something when people can't say i don't know i don't know is underrated you're right in an age where everybody needs to have something to say about all of the things all of the time even though human beings know that other human beings don't know every fucking thing we're expected to know everything it is fucking ridiculous i don't know is a flat out answer i don't know this is not my genre this is not my lane there are professionals reach out to them i don't but also for me personally as a person that tries to know as much as possible because what happens with i don't know when it's not good faith is people basically say i do know but i'm scared to say the right thing i'm scared to say something that's gonna cost me something so they go i don't know you know, I've been seeing that a lot. I see black people doing this thing in America that I think is 
short-sighted and kind of callous of being like, I'm black in America, so I don't want to hear nothing about, no, shut the fuck up, because people have it hard other places. Yes, they do. And they, when they pull that shit on us, we do not be cool with that. Mm-mm. We don't be like, well, you know what, you talk about your struggle in your country, so if you don't understand it's wrong for the cops to shoot us, then I guess that's fine. We don't do that. It's just... I think there's ways to talk about these things without being callous. And then most importantly, there's ways to shut the fuck up when you don't know. Right. And in this case specifically, it's hard to know because there are willful misinforming factions within this. And I don't see people even admitting when they were wrong or misse- or deceived or or purposefully were misinforming people. I don't see it. I don't see the accountability of being like, well, fuck. And then when you can choose, when you can basically choose, I'm not going to believe anything coming from this direction, whichever direction it is, when you can choose that, then then you are, it's over. What is the, what, why do you even need people to talk about it then? Right. You already decided. So you don't, what, now you just need company. Yes. And I don't think the internet is going to end this one. I don't think Twitter's going to get it done, guys. So, you know, I, I feel like a lot of that's what's happening. Uh, last one's from John. Good morning, Rod and Karen. I think I have a solution for the sex doll dilemma. Someone needs to make one that has a Fitbit Apple Watch technology to measure vital signs so that the person fucking the doll suddenly has no pulse. The, so, the doll self-destructs like a Mission Impossible assignment. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> that's a good one. Got to get on that. Uh, kudos on the vote of confidence for Tanisha Coast from Todd. Yeah, thank you. That's so cool, man. He had we had he had Cornell West numbers long ago. Yeah, he did. Well, I get yeah, but see, Cornell be doing that petty shit because I don't think Tanahasi wanted to cook him. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Michael Eric Dyson wanted to. But what what? what yeah, but he, it's sad almost, what happened to Cornell West. He almost forced you to, right? Like this nigga is the nigga that from the Matrix Two now. Like that's. He's the clout chaser dude, man. He took money from Harlan Crow, gave it back after everyone on the internet called his ass out. But the fact that you took that money and then he wrote something today about how, you know, the good brother Crow was was like the the astound. He he wrote something uh, uh, giving the virtues of Harlan Crow today. Who is this man? What happened to you, bro? That's crazy. Harlan Crow literally is stripping our rights. He bought the Supreme fucking court, basically. I mean, you got fucking uh, Clarence Thomas get, taking money from this man and, and shit, and you're taking money from him for your defunct-ass presidential campaign that will go right. nowhere. Nowhere. It will not even make enough of a dent to make Joe Biden lose if if that's your goal. It, it can't even do that. What are you selling out for? Is the child support just do a GoFundMe? Right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. That's it for this episode. We appreciate y'all. We do. Uh, it was a long one, but it was fun. Your feedback made it long and made mm-hmm. it fun, and that's what we do it for. We'll be back throughout the week. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>